Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
It's magic indeed in the cars, ladies and gentlemen, from 1984, from Heartbeat City, ladies and gentlemen. And there is magic in the air today, episode 240 for the first Monday of May, May the 4th, 2020, episode 240 here at Raw Radio, one 562 pounds You can join us right now. The Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, will be joining us shortly along with the Heartbreak Kid, However, Fonzie, the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel, the Rousnake, and Al Patel, Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw, the JML Experience, the Big IQ, Jeff Teeters, the Rush Ronda, Rush Wright, and a bunch of more people. And speaking of John, John is joining us right now as we are ready to go for episode 240. John, we say good afternoon to you, sir. I'm here, finally. All right, we, we just started. We just had a little music to start, Howard. So we started. We didn't get officially started yet, but we got the music out of the way first. We welcome you to episode 240. Good to be here. Well, we have a lot to talk about this afternoon, including Money in the Bank with our predictions and thoughts. Howard will also give you our memories of memory, memory of Money in the Bank, too. But before we get started today, ladies and gentlemen, it's only fitting we play Magic, Howard, because there was magic in the air and sad magic, too, at the same time. Early this morning, ladies and gentlemen, Miami Dolphins coach Don Shula, however, one of the most legendary coaches of all time, ladies and gentlemen, passed away suddenly in his sleep at the age of 90. Our thoughts and prayers are with Shula's friends and family, as well as his many friends and teammates he made over the years, however, and players that he got to coach over the years. John, one of the most legendary coaches of all time, however, up there with the likes of Bill Walsh, Chuck Knoll, Bill Parcells, however, Joe Gibbs, many others, including Bill Belichick to this day, however, have learned from the best of the master, Don Shula. Your thoughts about the sudden passing of Mr. Shula? Very sad. Indeed. And, of course, it comes on the week, however, that the NFL will be announcing its preseason schedule and NFL regular season schedule, which, by the way, John, I don't know if you heard, they will be not having any international games this year because of what's been going on. So they will not do it this year, but they will announce the regular season and preseason schedule later this week. John will be talking more about that as well as Money in the Bank predictions and his thoughts about Money in the Bank going into uh, the show this Sunday, which, by the way, will be this Sunday on Mom's Day, ladies and gentlemen, at 7 p.m. live from the WWE headquarters in Titan tower but he will have a lot to discuss of course coming up to, of course later on tonight on john gross wrestling and sports incorporated john by the way we understand how the first participant has been named for money in the bank hour i have already put my name in the hat for number two i hope you got that i will be throwing my hat into the ring for the money in the bank challenge that'll be coming up this Sunday. But also tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, on Dark Side of the Ring, talk about cocaine, drugs, and craziness, Howard. Herb Abrams, one of the most wacky promoters of all time, will be discussed, Howard, on Dark Side of the Ring, the UWF story. No, not the Bill Watts territory. The other UWF, Howard, that was in the 90s that saw former superstars like Bob Backlund, Ivan Koloff, Dr. Destiny Williams, Mick Foley, Bam Bam Bigelow, David San Martino, Mr. Wonderful Paul Warner, Captain Lou Albano, and many more will be discussed. And then next, the following week, ladies and gentlemen, it will be discussed also about the Road Warriors, Hawk and Ammo, one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Now, before we get into birthdays and dates with John, however, we want to pass along some birthdays and dates, however, that have happened over the last few days. First off, on Friday, we like to wish, of course, what would have been, ladies and gentlemen, a very special birthday, however, on Friday, however, night. Friday night, turning 95, Chuck Bednarik, the former Pennsylvania Quaker who was the first-round pick in 1949, however, and who served, ladies and gentlemen, as a staff sergeant in the 8th Air Force, however, ladies and gentlemen, in the U.S. Army Air Force, however, served, however, at the age of 17, ladies and gentlemen. He is a two-time NFL champion, an eight-time Pro Bowler, 1950-54, 56, 57, and 60 of the year. The Eagles won the trophy, however. He played, of course, with the NFL, however, for about, 
Let's see here. He had 20 interceptions in 169 games played. He was a two-time All-American at the University of Pennsylvania. A Maxwell Award winner in 48. His number 60 has been retired by the Eagles and also a member of the Eagles Hall of Fame. He was named to the 50th anniversary all-time team, the all-decade team of the 50s, the 75th anniversary all-time team, and the 100th anniversary all-time team. He was also a 10-time Pro Bowler from 1950 through 57 and 60 and 61, and also led the Eagles Tower to the championship in 1960. On Friday, it was his 95th birthday, what would have been his 95th birthday, so we'd like to wish him a happy late birthday. Also from my hometown of Pittsburgh, ladies and gentlemen, Curtis Martin, who turned, believe it or not, this past week, 47 years old. This former All-Pro played, of course, 11 years in the Big Tower. He ran for 14,101 yards, 4 yards per carry, 90 rushing touchdowns, 484 receptions for 3329 as far as um, receiving yards, which averages out to about 6.8, almost 7 yards per Receiving yard, 10 receiving touchdowns. A winner of the Bart Starr Award in 2006, ladies and gentlemen. This second-team All-Pro in 1999 was also the NFL rushing yards leader in 2004. The Offensive Rookie of the Year in 1995. His number 28 jersey was retired by the Jets, however. He was a two-time first-team All-Pro, 2001-2004, and a five-time Pro Bowler, 1995-96, 2001-2004. He also played with the Patriots for two years and then with the Jets, however, after that. He, today, of course, on, uh, believe it on Friday, his birthday was on Friday. Happy 47th birthday to Pittsburgh native Curtis Martin. Now, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, we will have a double shot for you beginning at, um, believe it or not, 7 p.m. with wrestling. We visit 139926 pounds. Gerard, myself, John, and the rest of the gang will be there in the time machine. And at 9 o'clock, we'll recap Raw and get you set up for Money in the Bank. What will be very interesting coming up, however, let's just say on Revolution, John will have the birthdays and dates, however, and we, of course, will supply the news to Gerard and I with that coming up tomorrow night. Also tomorrow, I'd like to wish my sister a happy 41st birthday, along with my aunt, however, and my good friend Jamie. My sister and my... Um, and Jamie both have the same wedding anniversary, June 14. They also have the same birthday in the same year. So happy birthday, Jamie, and to my sister, Kara Connors. I hope you guys have a super birthday, and to my Aunt Kathy as well. Hope you have a wonderful birthday as well on Cinco de Mayo tomorrow. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, before we get started, we want to remind you that Wolfpack will be on this Thursday at 138055 pounds. John will have the birthdays and dates again. GTS and I will have your news headlines. And then on Friday, we'll wrap up the weekend style, ladies and gentlemen, with Revolution, ladies and gentlemen. And after what happened last Friday night, however, between the King of Clubs, Smith Patel, and Danny from Oak Park, the rematch has been set, ladies and gentlemen, after what was a very intense spell. John, I'm sure you heard about it. It ended in a tie, but there is going to be one reason to break that tiebreaker. We will let you know more about that later on this week. But again, we will have the news supply to us by GTS and myself, and of course our good friend Mr. Justin and Newell Fleminghauer will be stepping in for John's place Howard, this Friday night with the birthdays and dates, so you definitely want to check that out this Friday. But in the meantime, to talk about birthdays and dates from the last few days and going into today, let us turn it over to my human suplex machine, the one and only one and only Mr. John Gross himself. And when we come back, folks, Howard, we're going to have a couple other birthdays to discuss that hit the wire last week, as well as a preview of Money in the Bank. So John, by all means, go right ahead. All right, 33 years ago today, AWA presented Super Clash 2 from the Cow Palace in Dally City, California. Yes. Yep. Uh, Kurt Hennig defeated Nick Bockwinkle to win the AWA World Heavyweight Championship. 26 years ago today on WCW Saturday Night Taping, in Atlanta, Georgia, Larry Zabisco defeated Lord Steven Regal to win the WCW World Television title. 
The title change did not air until 26 days later. Also on that same day in Harriman, Tennessee, Jake the Snake Roberts defeated the Dirty White Boy, Tony Anthony, to win the SMW Heavyweight Championship. Yes. 24 years ago today at WCW Worldwide, taping in Orlando, Florida, Dean Malenko defeated Shinjiro Otani to win the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. I believe that was his first. Yep. 21 years ago today, All Japan Pro Wrestling presented the Giant Bottom Memorial Show from the Tokyo Dome in Tokyo, Japan. Mitsuhuru Misawa defeated Vader to win the All Japan Triple Crown Heavyweight Championship. 20 years ago today at SmackDown taping in Richmond, Virginia, Chris Jericho defeated Chris Benoit to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Also on that same day, Ric Flair last eliminated Shane Douglas in what would be a 41-man guerrilla warfare battle royal. Yep. Oh, man, lots more. 18 years ago today, Bill Goldberg said that his contract had been bought out by AOL Time Warner. Yes. Uh, 12 years ago today, Hulk Hogan's Lemming Championship Wrestling has been greenlit for the network. Okay, before we continue on, John, we want to now welcome into episode 240 the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie. Fonzie, welcome to 240. We're just listening to the birthdays and dates, so sit back and enjoy. John, please continue. Yep. Also on that same day, the WWE wellness policy was you. Yes. Yep. All right. Today would have been the 57th birthday of the Big Boss Man. Yes, indeed. And also, happy 48th birthday to The Rock. Yes, and also happy 48th birthday to my friend Greg George. Also, a couple other birthdays to report today. Happy birthday, what would have been, ladies and gentlemen, to Eddie Collins, the former baseball player, who today would have been 133 years old. Of course, Eddie was a lefty. He threw righty. He played... 24 years in the bigs with a batting average of 333, 3,315 hits, 47 home runs, 1,300 runs bat in, 745 stolen bases, a winning percentage of 52%, 174 and 160. He matched the Chicago White Sox from 24 through 26. He made it in the Hall of Fame in 1939 on 77.7% on the fourth bout. A six-time world champion, 1910, 11, 13, 17, 29, and 30, however, he played with the Philadelphia A's for eight years, the White Sox for 11, however, and then the Philadelphia A's for three more years, however, as he returned to them in the late 20s through the 30s. He was the AL MVP in 1914. He is a member of the Baseball Wall Hall of Fame and the Red Sox Hall of Fame. He is also a four-time AL stolen base leader in 1910, 1919, 1923, and 1924. Also, believe it or not, happy birthday to Mr. Victoria Beckham, however, himself, David Beckham, if you will, today, ladies and gentlemen, as David today turns 45 years old, however. 
Of course, as you know, he has been playing uh, married to Victoria Beckham, if you will, the Spice Girls. Also, NASCAR driver Kyle Busch, ladies and gentlemen, is celebrating a birthday today. On the Yes, I know, but he's 35 years old, of course, a very unique uh of course, uh, NASCAR Bush Series Rookie of the Year and Next Health Series Cup Rookie of the Year in 04 and 05. Best driver 16-19 at the SB Awards. However, remember the Joe Gibbs Racing Team. His best finish was first in 2015-2019. He has 56 wins, 298 top 10s, 32 poles. Uh, his best finish was, of course, however, was first in 2009. His first race, however, was in 2003. CarQuest Auto Parts 300 in Charlotte. His last race, of course, was the 2020 LS Tractor 200 in Phoenix. His first win was the following year at the Funai 250 in Richmond. The Indiana 250, however, in Indianapolis was his last win in 2004 2009. His series career, 96 wins, 255 top 10, 68 poles. And uh, like I said, he is a very unique guy. He, of course, is the NASCAR Cup Series champion in 1519. He also won 1819 in NASCAR Cup Series regular season championship. 96 2009 Xfinity Series Cup. Champion all-time wins leader in Xfinity Series with 96. All-time wins leader in Gander Outdoors Truck Series 57. A member of the 2015-16 Brickyard 400 winner. 2012 and 11, the Budweiser Shootout Quaker Stake 400 inaugural winner. 2009-13-16, the Can-Am Dual winner. The 2008 Southern 500 winner. And the first driver in NASCAR Cup Series to win on every track of the youngest driver in the NASCAR Cup Series at Darlington Raceway. Also, the Winchester 400 winner. The Oxford 250 winner of 09 and 11. 2009-17, the Snowball Derby winner. And 2012, the Prelude to the Dream winner. And all also, ladies and gentlemen, happy birthday, Howard, today to Paul George of the NBA, ladies and gentlemen. Paul George, ladies and gentlemen, celebrating a birthday on this day. Mm-hmm. Today, he turns 30 years old. The 6'8", 220-pounder, coming from Fresno State, has played nine years in the bigs, including the Indiana Pacers and Oklahoma City Thunder. He, of course, uh, won the goal in 2016 with the U.S. men's basketball team. An all-NBA first-teamer in 2019, this six-time All-Star won. 13, 14, 16 through 19. He is also the NBA Steals leader, the most improved player in the all-rookie second team in 2019, 13 and 11. Second team All-Western Athletic Conference at Fresno State, Howard, in 2010. Number 24, Jersey retired, Howard, by the Bulldogs of Fresno State. This two-time NBA All-Defensive second team won in 13 and 16. Also, All-Defensive first team in 2014 and just 2019. He is also an All-NBA 13 in 13, 14, 16, and 18. As we said, this 6A 220-pounder, of course, is... Is 30 years old today. So happy birthday to all of them. Now let's go to Sunday. All right. 28 years ago today in Chicago, Illinois, the Steiner brothers defeated Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton to win the WCW World Tag Team Championship. Huh. Well. Okay, 27 years ago today, uh, NJPW Wrestling Dontuka 93 in Fukuoka, Japan. Hulk Hogan defeated the Great Muda. Yes, I heard about that. Yep. And this event is best remembered in state for a pre-match interview by Hogan. Claiming that the WWE title he held was just a toy. Yes, and I know Vince was not very happy about that, I remember. Yep. 24 years ago today, Carl Ray Stevens died of a heart attack at the age of 60. 
And, of course, Ray Stevens managed by, of course, Bobby the Brain Heenan and also Freddie Blassie teaming up, of course, with Bachwinkle to win the AWA Championship at one point in the 70s. Yeah. Uh, 22 years ago today, at WWE House Show in Hamilton, Adam Copeland defeated Christian Cage. Yes, the home of our good friend Gerard T. Smith, Bank of the Woods, yes. Yep. Uh, 22 years ago today, ECW presented Wrestlepalooza 98 on enemy turf. Because they were in Atlanta. 17 years ago today, Marissa Vazari, the daughter of the Iron Sheik, was found dead by Clayton County Police in the apartment at the age of 27. Oof. Yeah. Um, 10 years ago today on Impact from Universal Orlando, the Monday Night Wars ended once again. Huh. Nine years ago today at SmackDown taping in Orlando, Florida, Randy Orton defeated Christian to win the World Heavyweight title. Today would have been the 105th birthday of Stu Hart. Yes, and I do have some others. Happy 100th birthday to the great boxing legend Sugar Ray Robinson, who won 172 wins, 19 losses, 6 draws, 2 no contests, 109 KOs. He won gold in the featherweight and lightweight 1939-40 in the New York Golden Gloves in the intricacy Golden Gloves 1939-1940. Today, he would have hit the century mark. Happy birthday to this great man, however. Also, happy birthday, ladies and gentlemen, to Ron Hextall, formerly of the Philadelphia Criers, as well as the Quebec Nordiques and the Islanders. Of course, he played 15 years in the league, 6'3", 205, ladies and gentlemen. Today is his 56th birthday, if you will, so happy birthday to him. Also, ladies and gentlemen, happy birthday would have been, ladies and gentlemen, to former New York Yankees pitcher Red Ruffing, ladies and gentlemen. Red Ruffing today, ladies and gentlemen, would have been, let's take a look here in my math, 115, ladies and gentlemen. He played 23 years in the bigs, won 273 with 225 losses. However, he made it to the Hall of Fame in 1967, 86.9 or 87% on the 15th foul of the Hall of Fame. He played for the Red Sox for six years, hired the Yankees from 1930 through 42, and then 45 and 46. Retired in 47 with the White Sox. He is the AL strikeout leader in 32, the wins leader in 38, six-time All-Star 34, and then 38 through 42. A six-time World Champion 32, 36, 39, and 41. He also, as we said, however, struck out 1,987 and had a 3.8780 ERA. He played 23 years in the Bigs, Howard. He passed away at the age of 80. He was, of course, a righty. So happy birthday to all of them. On all right. Sunday. Let's go to today. All right. 36 years ago today, it was made public that Andre the Giant had suffered a broken ankle at the hands of Killer Khan. Yes. All right, 26 years ago today, NJPW presented Wrestling Dantuka from the Fukuoka Dome in Fukuoka, Japan. Uh, Rick Rude defeated Sting in Rick Rude's final match. Yes, that was when he was forced to retire due to a back injury, I remember. Yep. 
uh, 18 years ago today, WWE presented an insurrection from the Wembley Arena in London, England. Yes. Yep. And this was the last ever show presented under the WWE name. Hmm. Yep. Uh, 16 years ago today on SmackDown taping, Jacqueline defeated Chavo Guerrero to win the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. 14 years ago today, WWE publicly confirmed that ECW would be a full-time entity. Uh, nine years ago today, Adam Edge Copeland would join the series Haven as a guest star. Six years ago today, WWE presented Extreme Rules from the Izod Center in East Rutherford. Yes. And this was when The Shield defeated Evolution. That's right, Howard. We saw Batista become Blue Tista. Yep. All right. Today would have been the 86th birthday of Mr. Fuji. Yes, one of the best of all time with his cane and his bowler hat. One of the most underrated managers I feel. Howard. Happy birthday, Mr. Fuji. Yes. I'm going to use the bathroom and... I'm done with the birthdays. If I do have some more. To, yes, I do have some more. Happy 100th birthday. I'll be right back. Let me step out. John, happy 101st birthday to Dory Funk Sr., who tragically passed away at the age of 54 in June of 1973. Happy 61st birthday to referee Scott Armstrong. Happy 31st birthday to golfer Rory McIlroy. Happy 41st birthday to former WWE and WCW uh, diva Alicia Webb, better known to you as Ryan Shamrock. And today, happy 36th birthday to former WWE general manager and FCW talent Brad Maddox. Real name, Tyler Klutz Warner. That's his real name, by the way, people. Today, he turns 36. And while John's stepping out, we thank you, John, for the birthdays and dates. Let's give you the number again, one 605 pounds This is 3.15 p.m. for Monday, May 4, 2020. The Heartbreak Kid, along with the Human Suplex Machine and myself, we are expecting more people, including the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel, the Rouse Snake, and Al Patel, Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw, the JML Experience, the Big IQ, Jeff Teeters, Ronda Rush Wright, Michelle Lindards, of course, as well today, folks. So you're definitely picking the right day to join us. Fonzie, I was telling John earlier, of course, uh, the passing of Don Shula. Very sad news to hear the news early this morning. Your thoughts about the great Don Shula passing at the way at the age of 90? I was shocked. Yes, I was too. One of the greatest coaches of all time. I mean, he's up there with the likes of Chuck Knoll, Bill Parcells, uh, Bill Walsh, Bill Belichick. I mean, a lot of people learn from one of the greatest coaches, if not one of the smartest coaches of all time. I mean, Chuck Knoll learning from the best, of course, being uh, a rival of his for quite some time. But our thoughts and prayers are with Shula's friends and family and old teammates as well as uh, players, however. I'm sure they are definitely heartbroken to hear this news. Of course, he also owns Shula's Steakhouse down in South Beach, Miami. And today, however, even though I'm sure it's a nice warm day in South Beach, however, it's a little bittersweet day, too, however, as we say goodbye to probably one of the greatest Dolphins of all time at the age of 90. 
some other news to report here, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, Money in the Bank is coming up this Sunday, of course. Fonzie, I'll get your thoughts first before I go to John Howard. Uh, this Sunday coming up, Howard, we have Money in the Bank at the Titan Towers. After what we've seen, Howard, and there's rumors that AJ Styles could be returning tonight, Howard, at Monday Night Raw. What do you take going into Money in the Bank this Sunday? Uh, <laughs> it's going to be new experiment yes. for Money in the Bank. No, no First question. time ever. Yes, no question about it. No question about it. Indeed. Indeed, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, also, while we're doing that, ladies and gentlemen, we also want to take a look at some other birthdays while we're doing this, Howard and John's uh, out and about right now. We also want to wish, ladies and gentlemen, happy birthday last week to a couple other big names last week, ladies and gentlemen. Happy birthday, of course, to former Jets receiver Al Toon, who turned 57. This three-time Pro Bowler, however, All-Pro from 86 to 88, was the AFC Player of the Year in 56 and also the NFL Receptions Leader in 88. He is a member of the Jets' Ring of Honor, an all-time four-decade team. He was drafted as the 10th pick in 1985, oh. not far from John's neck of the woods in Newport News, Virginia, attending the University of Wisconsin. He caught 517 balls for 6,605 yards, ladies and gentlemen, which averages out to literally 12 and a half, almost 13 yards per catch. All right, I, I feel good now. <laughs> All right. We were just talking about a couple other people who forgot to wish happy birthday to last week. Last Thursday was the 50th birthday of uh, Al Toon. Also, ladies and gentlemen, last week, happy birthday, of course, to former basketball great Isaiah Thomas, who turned, believe it or not, 59 years old. This former Indiana Pacer is a 12-time, played 13 years in the Big and coached 12 years in the uh, NBA, a two-time NBA champion, 89-90, finals MVP in 90, 12-time All-Star from 82 through 93, 84 and 80 through 86, two-time NBA All-Star game MVP and All-NBA first-time, first-teamer three times. He was the all-rookie, made the all-rookie team in 82, the assist leader in 85, number 11 jersey retired by the Pistons, made it to the NBA's 50th anniversary all-time team, was, an, of course, the NCAA champion Final Four out, most outstanding player in 1981 at the University of Indiana, consensus first-team All-American in 1981 and 1980, however, also at Indiana, McDonald's All-American in 1979, high school All-American, in 2003, of course, was the All-Star Game as head coach. He, of course, won the goal in 1979 at the Pan American Games, however, believe it or not, a member of the Basketball Hall of Fame in college 2006. He had 18,822 points, 19.2 points per game, 9.5 assists per game for 9,060 for a career, 1,860 steals for two steals per game. Ladies and gentlemen, he also coached the Indiana Pacers, the New York uh, Knicks, and Florida International University, however, believe it or not, for a time. But this guy, of course, is very unique in his own way. He turned 59, like we said, ladies and gentlemen, on Thursday. So happy birthday to Mr. Toon and Isaiah Thomas. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, Happy birthday last Thursday goes out to, we'll tell you about it here in a second. John, I did report, however, some other birthdays to report, including Scott Armstrong turning 61 today, former WWE official. Alicia Webb, better known to you all as Ryan Shamrock, turning 41. And former WWE GM, Brad Max, turning 36. And also, today would have been the 101st birthday of Dory Funk Sr., who passed away in June of 1973, the father of Dory Funk Jr. and Terry Funk, I believe it was his uncle or maybe his dad, I'm not sure, of course, passing away at the age of 54 in June of 1973 of a heart attack. Uh, one other birthday to report from Thursday, happy, of course, birthday to Dave Meggett, who, believe it or not, turned 54. Formerly, however, Towson University, he played, of course, nine years in the NFL with the Giants, the Patriots, and the Jets. He had eight return touchdowns for 3,708, however. Kick return yards, 5,566. 
This two-time Pro Bowl selection in 89 and 96, however, won the Super Bowl, however, in Super Bowl 25, and was also a member of the Walter Payton Award in 1988. A member of the Patriots All-90s team, however, ladies and gentlemen, and is a three-time All-Pro Bowl selection after attending Towson in 89-96. He, of course, today is turning 54 years old. This is from last Thursday. Now, some other birthdays to report here real quick, Howard, before we get into anything else, Howard. Last Wednesday, of course, John did report about Howard Dale Earnhardt um, Sr., who, of course, would have been a very special birthday indeed. Happy birthday, of course, also, ladies and gentlemen, goes out to Andre Agassi, who is 50 years old now, ladies and gentlemen, however. He has 870 career wins, 274 setbacks, 60 career titles, highest ranking, number one, April of 1995, ladies and gentlemen. This at the age, of course, Howard. Of 24, he won the Australian Open three times, the French Open once, Wimbledon once, the U.S. Open twice, Tour Finals in 1990, Olympic Games in 96, in doubles 40 and 42 with one career title. His highest ranking came in August of 1992 with 123. Uh, he is a member, of course, of the Olympic uh, Games in 1996, winning the gold medal. His coaching career, of course, I believe he has coached Novik Djokovic, ladies and gentlemen, and he has also made it to the quarterfinals of the French Open in 1992, the U.S. Open. Uh, 1R in 1987. He, of course, won the Davis Cup three times in 90, 92, and 95. So happy birthday to him. And, John, this is a good one for you, Howard. George Allen rings a bell, Howard, I'm sure, with you. But if not, former Washington Redskins coach, Howard, today would have been uh, last Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, 102 years old, ladies and gentlemen, 102. He, of course, passed away in December, New Year's Eve, 1990. Howard, he's at 72. He attended Eastern Michigan and the University of Michigan. This two-time uh, Coach of the Year won 116 games, lost 47 five ties, a winning percentage of 71%, but his playoff record was not that good at 2-7. and seven. He won the, as a member of the Redskins, uh, Ring of Fame. He also coached uh, the Los Angeles Rams in 1957, the Chicago Bears an assistant from 57, and the Bears from 65, returning to the Rams 66-70, the Redskins 71-77, the Arizona Wranglers and the Charlotte Blitz in 83 and 84 with the old USFL, however, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, and also Long Beach State in 1990. Tragically, he would pass away at the end of 1990, however. Uh, like I said, a very unique guy. But today, mm-hmm. happy birthday to the legendary George Allen, if you will. So those are the birthdays. Also, one other birthday to report, Howard, ladies and gentlemen, Curtis Joseph, Cujo, if you will, celebrating a birthday, ladies and gentlemen. You're asking... Who's Cujo? Well, we'll tell you who he is. The former Toronto Maple Leaf superstar, Red Wing, Coyote, Flame, and St. Louis Blue. Played for a long time, ladies and gentlemen, however. And today, of course, is his birthday. He played 20 years in the bigs. Today, his 54th birthday, if you will, is honored from last Wednesday. So happy birthday to all of them. Curtis Joseph, Andre Agassi, Dale Earnhardt, and especially the late, great George Allen. Now, we were talking about Money in the Bank, John Howard, before we get to the final two birthdays, and I'll talk about those later on. But let's talk about your thoughts about Money in the Bank going in, your thoughts about the pay-per-view coming up this Sunday at WWE's Titan Tower. I'm very interested to see what what they're going to do down in the, um, in the um, let's see, in the towers. That's, mm-hmm. that's how interested I'm going to see that. That should be... Fun to see. <laughs> yes, I would agree. And and according to reports, we understand AJ Styles could be returning tonight, Howard. And we also have heard Apollo Crews. I don't want no one to fall off their death. <laughs> yeah, I agree. 
But let's get your thoughts. Uh, I'll start with you, John. Your thoughts about the return of AJ Styles returning and also the status how about uh, Apollo Crews however, being pulled from the show. Because according to reports I'm reading right now, it says the following. As previously reported, Apollo Crews was pulled from the Money in the Bank after receiving a storyline injury. But those backstage in WWE are now saying Howard have been trying to persuade Vince McMahon to do more with Apollo Crews, Howard. Due to a limited roster, Howard, uh, especially Paul Heyman is a fan of them, Howard, several undercard wrestlers have had more TV time on Raw. This includes Crews, Cedric Alexander, Rico, Ricochet, or Ricochet, and others who originally said to be deployed after McMahon got rid of them. A source said, however, they're turning him. He was going to turn on Chad Gable before Vince decided to move him back to Raw. Your thoughts about thoughts about Paul Cruz turning heel, however, and the status of possibly AJ Styles maybe uh, turning uh, up uh, tonight on Monday Night Raw. Well, he would have been a monster heel. Apollo would have. <laughs> yes, I agree. That could have been that could have been the best thing because besides he was stabbed a lion, he could have been a heel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But for AJ Styles, yeah, I could see him come back tonight. Yeah, there's been talk about him, Austin Theory. About it, he hasn't, been, he hasn't yeah. been seen since WrestleMania. Yeah, there's been talk he could be returning tonight for the first time in two or three weeks. That, since that infamous Boneyard match, which was still one of the all-time matches. I would say it was a good match, no question about it. I would agree with you. It's going to be interesting to see with AJ returning. As far as Apollo goes, I think it'll be interesting to see what kind of reaction he gets. Now, we also heard tonight, ladies and gentlemen, there will be a non-title matchup. Drew Drew, Drew Murphy, Drew McIntyre versus (laughs) Murphy in a non-title matchup. The Viking Raiders versus uh, the Street Profits Tower. Also, we understand, however, uh, there could be some ramifications involving the women, involving Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, especially after what went down with that match last weekend involving Oscar. Uh, any other things that stand out for you as far as tonight's show, in your opinion, go? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm willing to see Nia and Shayna. Oh. Yeah, oh, I would agree. I would agree with you there. No question about it. I would definitely agree with you there. No question about it. It's going to be very interesting. Uh, but after what happened last uh, Friday night at SmackDown, we heard the SmackDown range took a big hit this week. However, we do know Carmella has punched her ticket in. We know Otis has punched his ticket in. So now we know what's going to happen. We'll talk more about that when we get to our predictions, however, overall. Uh, Fonzie, let's go to you about some of the things I asked John involving AJ's return and also the status of Apollo Crews and turning heel. Your thoughts about that and also some of the matches going into tonight. I don't see Paula Cruz turning heel. But uh, tonight's going to be a garlic match for the last man for one spot. Um, So we'll see what happens on that. For AJ Styles, might as well just stay away from WWE because you keep opening your mouth that, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna close the dead the dead man. Michelle McCool told me to help her. Ba ba ba. Well, where you end up, eight feet under, buddy. So I won't if I'm if I'm him. Stay away from WWE. Serious. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Good well, let me ask you guys this each question uh, overall, Howard. We also heard over the weekend, too, John, and I did mention in the news, and I'll mention it new now, the status of Kevin Owens. He's only going to be out a short time, but Jimmy Uso is going to be out for uh, about six to nine months. What's your take about that? 
I hope he gets better. I mean, he's been dealing with a lot of injuries, so. Oh, it comes back stronger. Yeah, but he's going to be out at least the end of the year into the early part of 2021, but this is a big loss, especially with what's happened here. I would agree. Uh, Bonzi, your thoughts about the uh, status of Jimmy Uso being lost for the uh, next uh, six to nine months? That's going to be a big loss for for all the superstars. Uh, Mm -hmm. Especially the the Uso's family. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, and the cousins of Roman Reigns and and The Rock. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly. We'll see. Well, speaking of Roman Reigns, how we heard that Roman and Becky Lynch are uh, kind of in hot water with management, and I'll go to you for this, Bonzi, uh, first this time. Uh, there's been reports that Roman, of course, apparently is uh, in hot water with management. Becky Lynch is trying to go Hollywood, however, especially appearing on the TV show Billions on Showtime last night. Uh, your thoughts about Roman and Becky possibly maybe taking a break from wrestling here and going Hollywood? What's your take? I don't see that. Okay. Because uh, if, if Becky goes to the whatever yeah. to Hollywood, yeah, then you you, know, you might as well just strip her on the Raw Women's Championship then. Yeah, good point. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's a very good point. That's a very, very good point indeed. I would agree with you there. Uh, John, let's go to you with your thoughts about this whole thing. What do you take of this? I agree. Well, it's going to be interesting. Well, I can say as far as Roman goes, and I think as far as uh, Becky go, I have different opinion. First off, as far as Becky goes, I mean, I know she just appeared on that show last night, Billions, however. I mean, I wish her good luck, however. I hope it's uh, all for the best. At least I hope she does well, but we'll have to wait and see how it all comes out when the ratings are announced later on this week, uh, when they do announce it and how she did. Uh, I know she's been talking about uh, taking a break from uh, wrestling for a while because of her upcoming marriage and wedding to, of course, the Monday Night Messiahs. I like to call them the Monday Night Moron now. The scumbag shithead sellout, uh, sneaky Seth Rollins, if you will, as I like to say. Uh, And then as far as Roman goes, I don't know if he'll be back anytime soon. I know his wife is expecting very soon. However, I do know that for a fact. There's been talk, however about that whole ordeal, uh, whether or not that is going to be the case, how, uh, whether or not uh, he'll be back sometime over the summer or before the end of the summer, sometime during the summer, remains to be seen. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, but right now, I would say at this point, it's up in the air, if you ask me. I would have to say it's very, very much up in the air as far as that goes. But again, only time will tell, guys. But like I said, as far as uh, Roman goes, I would not be surprised if he's back uh, possibly, maybe, however, at some point, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But your guess is good as mine. Sorry, guys, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. But you never know. You just never know. That being said, time will tell. As they say, time will tell. But uh, one thing I will say about, uh, like I said, uh, Becky, how, like I said, I do think how Fonzie's right. I mean, at some point, they're going to have to get the belt off her, whether she loses that title, however. Following money in the bank or before money in the bank, how it remains to be seen, I don't really know. But like I said, at this point, I think they're really kind of weighing their options very carefully with her. I think it's going to be interesting to watch. 
whether or not uh, she will be released. That's a whole other story. I mean, we'll have to wait and see, obviously. Do they give her that ultimatum? We'll have to wait and see. Now, John, last week, our WWE, of course, furloughed Curtis Axel, we understand, however, and, of course, uh, Gerald Briscoe, we talked about, they're still not done as far as cost-cutting measures go. What do you take of this whole thing involving Axel and uh, also uh, Briscoe being released last week? No comment. Okay. Fonzie, what about you? Who is it, J.D.? Curtis Axel and Gerald Briscoe. Briscoe, the president of the Stooges. And Axel, of course, is the son of uh, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning. And John said no comment. And John, we appreciate the comment. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Agree. Well, we'll have to wait and see you guys. All right. Well, on that note, before we continue on, ladies and gentlemen, we want to remind you, ladies and gentlemen, we've got some other sponsors here on the show that we like to give out a special love to. However, and before we do, we like to uh, tell you about it right now. First off, of course, Bulldog DVD sales and variety, ladies and gentlemen, which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, besides uh, John's uh, wrestling page, ladies and gentlemen, is also sp- this portion of our video is brought to you by Bulldog DVD sales and variety, where you take out by the a bite out of the best selection ever to bring you the best cost ever, however, let's just say. And right now, you can check out some really good movies that are out there in stock, including the following. Simpsons 4 Season, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, ladies and gentlemen, Howard South Park, Flipper, Long Run Uncut, Batman Begins, ladies and gentlemen, Cinderella Man, Matchstick Man, A Christmas Story, Beer Fest, Santa Claus, Bewitched, ladies and gentlemen, The Guardian, Big Fish, The Grudge, The Terminal, The Princess Tires, which I understand uh, Chad was watching that last night, however, because he was wearing his tiara and uh, princess outfit, if you will. Uh, the Great American Western, Right Along 2, Dark Tide, however, From Hell, Al Cold, True Crime, A Season on the Brink, Two Weeks, A Kiss Before Dying, Two Weeks, The Full Monty, how Tenacious D, The Pick of Destiny, Predator 2, She's All That, Flags of Our Fathers, Tingle on 30, Roadhouse, Big Daddy, Sleepless in Seattle, American Pie 2, Forrest Gump, Office Space, Rush Hour 2, King Kong, What Women Want, and that's what, Serendipity, Shrek, I'm not going to touch that one, uh, Bad Boys 2, Borat, The Day After Tomorrow, Blade, The Girl Next Door, however, Married with Children, First Season, Hitch, The Rundown, Spider-Man 2, are just some of the movies you can find out right now in the shop, ladies and gentlemen, however, for uh, your growing needs. If you want to start your own collection or if you want to add on to your collection, check out Bulldog DVD Sales today on Facebook.com, ladies and gentlemen. Tell Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman JD, sent you because right now he is actually uh, doing a very special deal for all of you people for uh, looking for great DVDs. For DVDs that are two discs each, however, or Blu-ray, you can um, try to find it here. I just saw it a second ago. Yes, here we go. All DVDs and Blu-rays contain one or two discs or a buck each. All DVD and Blu-rays contain three or more discs, however, $2 each. And for DVDs with cases in them, however, I believe they are $0.50 cents each. We'll have to confirm that, but those are the prices I've heard officially, however, ladies and gentlemen. So if you're looking to add on to your library or at least start your library today with some great movies, however, tell Mr. WCW that the Iceman sent you, how you will not be disappointed whatsoever, as you will check out some of the best selections ever on Facebook.com. Also, ladies and gentlemen, this portion of the WCW Raw Radio Show is brought to you by the Weather Channel, the Weather Channel for all your weather needs. And let's tell you what the weather is looking like right now for this week upcoming. First off, in Pittsburgh, where Fonzie and I are, we're going to start it off here. However, it's going to be pretty nice tomorrow. It's going to be a little cloudy and chilly, but it'll be 55 degrees. Then on Wednesday, it gets real nasty and chilly with a 
all day raining storm, 45 degrees, but Thursday through Sunday does not look too bad. Near 60 on Thursday, however, close to near 50 with a chance of a late day shower on Friday, and then 40 on Saturday, which will be very chilly, but then Sunday and Monday it gets back to decent and cloudy and overcast with a chance of a late day shower each day, high in the mid-50s, about 52 to 55 each day on Sunday and Monday. Meanwhile, in Front Royal in John's neck of the woods, let's take a look what it's like right now. It is a gorgeous down day down there, 68 in sunshine. John, of course, is enjoying it, I'm sure. Tomorrow will be uh, a little bit of rain and some sun and clouds, high of 53. Wednesday, 50 in rain on Wednesday, then 65 on Thursday with sun and clouds. 61 on Friday, however, with a chance of a late-day shower. Then 48, 54, and 58, however, with sun and clouds, Saturday through Monday, however. So that is pretty nice in John's neck of the woods. John, you'll be enjoying that, I'm sure, however, the next few days. So that will be very nice, however, for you. For our good friend Mitt Patel's neck of the woods, however, the king of clubs, ladies and gentlemen, let's tell you what his weather is looking like, ladies and gentlemen, in Columbus, Georgia, ladies and gentlemen, just outside of Hotland at GA. And, of course, we are expecting him joining us here today in just a little bit. It is 87 in sunshine tomorrow. However, it will be 92 in sunny, 78 on Wednesday, and 79 on Wednesday and Thursday with sunshine each day. A chance of a late-day shower, however, on Friday, however, but still sun and clouds, nevertheless, high of 82. Saturday, 74 with sun and clouds, 78 on Sunday, however, and then next Monday, 86 in sunshine in Columbus. So it'll be pretty nice down there in Columbus, Georgia. So there you go, folks. That is what the weather is like in Mitt's neck of the woods. Meanwhile, however, in um, Mr. WCW's neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen, Trinity, North Carolina, let's give you the weather forecast right now. It is a beautiful, balmy day, 75 in sunshine. Tomorrow, however, it will be raining in 64, 63 in rain on Wednesday, however. 68 with some sun and clouds on Thursday, but then 69 with a chance of a late-day shower on Friday. But this weekend is starting to look nice in Trinity. 59 in sunshine on Saturday, 68 on Sunday, and 75 in sunshine next Monday. So it looks like it's going to be a pretty good week in Trinity. Meanwhile, however, let's tell you what it looks like, however, in Palmyra, Virginia, the home of the... Uh, Queen, ladies and gentlemen, uh, believe it or not, Michelle and Dodds. Let's say what the weather looks like in Palmyra before we get to our other forecast. Ladies and gentlemen, 78 and sunny in Palmyra right now. 55 in rain tomorrow, followed by rain all day on Wednesday, high of 54. Sun and clouds on Thursday, 64. Rain on Friday, and 63. Then 57, 61, and 66. However, sun and clouds Saturday through Monday in Palmyra. So that's the way the weather looks like in Palmyra. But right now, it is a beautiful day in 74 and sunshine in Palmyra. Of course, it was pretty nice up here in Pittsburgh on sun Saturday and Sunday. I can tell you firsthand, I did get some sun and I look like a lobster, guys. Uh, I did uh, have to put up a shed, however, with my dad and my cousin Charlie on Saturday. But I did get out and play some golf yesterday. I didn't play so great, however, but still, it was nice to get out for a while. It was warm and sunny, 68 on Saturday, and then 75 yesterday and gorgeous. Today, it's not too bad. It's still a little uh, windy and chilly, but it's not too bad. It's near 60, but it's going to be pretty nice, however, if you will, the rest of the day. But then it gets a little nasty tomorrow, Wednesday, before it starts warming back up a little bit later in the week. Meanwhile, in Tampa, Florida, the home of our good friend, uh, the Rousenick and El Patel's neck of the woods. It is a gorgeous sunny day in Tampa, 88 and sunny. Tomorrow will be the same way, 86 in sunshine. Hour. 83 with some sun and clouds on Wednesday, but then 78 and 84 Thursday and Friday. Fall by rain on Saturday, high of 85. However, 82 with a chance of clouds in air on Sunday. And then 85 and sunny again, however, with some cloud activity on Monday. But again, it will be raining on Saturday, but it will be a little overcast. But with a chance of a chance from sunshine on Sunday, high of 83 in Tampa. Meanwhile, our, our final uh, stop, ladies and gentlemen, in Jacksonville, Arkansas, ladies and gentlemen, we will talk about that right now, the home of the Empress 
Amory, Rickenbach, ladies and gentlemen, let's tell you what the weather is looking like in her neck of the woods, as well as King NWO, Gerard T. Smith. First in, of course, Jacksonville, Arkansas, a gorgeous day out there. 79 with sunshine and clouds. 77 tomorrow with sunshine and clouds. 73 on uh, Wednesday with sunny skies. 74 cloudy on Thursday. A chance of a late day shower, however, on Friday, but sun and clouds nevertheless high as 74. Saturday and Sunday and Monday, 69, 72 respectively with sunshine Saturday and Sunday. And then 75 and clouds, however, next Monday in Jacksonville. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, in Toronto, the home of King NWO, Gerard Smith, ladies and gentlemen, it is a balmy 49 degrees and sunshine, however, in Toronto. A gorgeous day up there. But tomorrow will be cloudy and high of 50. Sun and clouds on Wednesday does not look too bad. 53, however. 58 on Thursday, however, in Toronto, however, with some chance of showers late in the day. Friday, 45, however, with some rain all day. 43 on Saturday, but then it gets back to decent weather on Sunday and Monday. Highs of 51 and 54, respectively, with sun and clouds and some cloud activity on Monday next week in Toronto. So there you go, guys. It looks like it's going to be pretty nice weather here for the first week of May, however, as spring has finally come, however, here in all of our areas. So that is very good, to say the least. Anyway, let's get to the Money in the Bank predictions now, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk about Money in the Bank predictions here, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, give you our thoughts on what we think what will go down again? Money in the Bank is coming up this Sunday on Mom's Day. We'd like to wish all the moms happy Mom's Day out there this week, of course, including uh, past moms, new moms, and moms that are to be, however, as well. But before we get to that, guys, also I'm going to tell you another story. 50 years ago today, however, was a very significant day in history, however. And, of course, that was the infamous Kent State uh incident, let's just say. And coming up later on this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, on Raw Radio, Howard, we will do a tribute, Howard, to those people, Howard, that happened, Howard, with one of the most unique tunes of the 1970s that was uh, played in honor of the Kent State students, Howard, the great Crosby, Stills, Nash Young with their big hit, Ohio. And we will pay tribute to them, Howard, with our closing theme here this afternoon. So you guys want to stay tuned as far as that goes. Now, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about Money in the Bank. Six matches on the card this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. We will go in no particular order. However, we will uh, continue to flip back. We'll go from John to Fonzie, and then Fonzie to John, and then we'll switch back and forth each time. However, John, I'll start with you on our first match. However, again, these are in no particular order. Let's start with our first match again. This is the first match of the night. However, it will be Drew McIntyre taking on Seth Rollins. We know the history between these two. We saw what happened at the contract signing a week ago. Let's get your thoughts. Who's going to win this show on Sunday night at the Performance, or the performance Center and Titan Tower, I should say. Excuse me. I'm going to say McIntyre. Okay. John's going to go with McIntyre. Fonzie, what about you? Drew McIntyre and the uh, Monday Night Messiahs. I like to call him the Monday Night Moron. I want to. I want to. I want to take Drew McIntyre, but you know Seth Rollins is going to have their his butt buddies, Buddy Murphy next to him. It's possible, but you never know. He might not be allowed Um, into this somewhere. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to go with Drew McIntyre. I'm going to go with McIntyre as well. I don't think he's going to have 
Rollins is going to have any help. I mean, we know Aikam and Rezar probably will not be allowed in the building, but you never know. Uh, you bring up a good point there, Fonzie. It's a very good possibility, but we'll have to wait and see what happens. But I do think, how at this point, how I think Rollins is not going to get the title anytime soon. At least I hope he doesn't. Because I'll tell you what, if you make him the champ again, then what was the point of making McIntyre the champion at WrestleMania? Now, before we continue on, John, I'm going to ask you, did you get a chance to watch that untold story of Mick Foley and Triple H on the network yet? Mm, no. You did not see that yet, Fonzie? Did you get a chance to see it yet? No. You guys got to check it out. It's like a 45, 50-minute documentary. Here. It's called uh, WWE Untold. I am the game. They talk about Triple H and Mick Foley's matches from 2000, including the infamous brawl at Madison Square Garden and the return match at No Way Out, Howard and Hell in a Cell. I mean, they show uh, some clips of it. They talk to Hunter. They talk to Mick. They talk to Stephanie. Uh, they show clips of the matches. I mean, some pretty damn good matches, i got to say. Pretty damn good matches, if you ask me. All right, uh, next one, ladies and gentlemen, here, ladies and gentlemen, as far as uh, Money in the Bank goes. And Fonzie, I'll start with you on this one. Bailey versus Tamina. We know what Tamina has said, Howard. I'm not being nice anymore. I'm ready to rip your throat out, Bailey, and shove it down your uh, gullet, if you will, and just tear you a new one. Your thoughts about this one involving Bailey and Tamina? I'm going to say... No, no, Fonzie's first this time, John. I'm going to be first last time. We're going first on the next one, though. Fine. Good. Um, I'm gonna go with Tamina. Yeah, I am too. John, go ahead now. You can go ahead with your answer, please. Unfortunately, if I'd have to go with Bailey because we know she's gonna have interference. All right, so you're gonna go. You're the one going with Bailey. Okay, very interesting. Very interesting there. All right, uh, let's talk about this uh, next one, Howard. That's going to be very interesting. And, John, you'll be up next now, Howard, since Fonzie went first on the Bailey match. Uh, let's talk about Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt. This one is going to be very interesting, I feel. Uh, yeah, I think The Fiend's going to take the title back. You're going to go with Bray Wyatt. I'm going to go with Braun. I think Braun's going to hold on just a little longer. I think I'm going to go against you on that one. Fonzie, who do you like, Braun or Bray? Well, Bray Wyatt, you're going to get these hands. Okay, so he's going with Braun Strowman as well. Okay. All right, uh, John, you're next. I think, John, you went first on the Braun match, correct? Yeah. Okay. Fonzie, you're next, Tara, for the first women's, uh, first Money in the Bank match. Let's go to this one. Oscar versus Shayna versus Nia versus Dana versus Lacey versus Carmella. I will ask you two questions on this one, and John, this goes for you as well. Who wins it? Do we see a cash in? Uh, between who? Oscar, Shayna, Nia, Dana Brooke, Lacey, and Carmella. I think Shayna will win. And do we see a cash in? Yeah. All right. Fonzie, what about you? Hmm. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Shayna Baszler. All right. And she's going to cash it in. Yes. On Tamina. Wow. Fonzie's going one step closer. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna go with Shayna too, and I'm gonna agree with Fonzie on this one. I'm gonna say I'm gonna agree with Fonzie on that one. I think we're all going with Shane on that one too. Okay, good picks there, guys. All right, next one. Uh, 
John, I think we're going back to you this time, Howard, unless we went... Did we go with you last time first, or did we not go with you yeah. last time? Okay, so, Fonji, you're up now. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus Ray versus Black versus Corbin versus Otis versus... You're saying AJ at this point. Who wins this one, and do we see a cash-in? How's AJ in that? Because AJ possibly could... Well, I'm just I'm saying I'm saying AJ is going to be in. I think AJ could win it tonight in the triple fight between Austin Theory and maybe uh, whoever else is in it. That's what I'm saying. And I think AJ is going to be in it, and I think who's going to win it? I'm going Alistair Black, but I don't think we're going to see a cash in. Yeah. You're up. Yeah. No. Uh, huh? You forgot about Otis, J.D. Yeah, no, I mentioned Brian, Mysterio, Black, Otis. And, oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, I mentioned him already, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know about Otis going to climb. <laughs> His ladder is heavy. Yeah, I'm not sure about that either. I'm the same way. I'm feeling the same way. Uh, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan, and you're going to see a cash in. Hmm, okay. John, you're up. Go ahead. I'm going to go with AJ. All right. And do you think we're going to see a cash-in? Yep. All right. All right, John has the final one here, folks. Let's go to this one. The New Day versus the Miz and Morrison versus the Forgotten Sons uh, of Steve Collard, Jackson Riker, and or Blake. I'll ask you a question about that here, guys. And also the Lucha House Party, Grand Metal League, and Lindsay Dorado. John, I'll ask you, who wins the match? Who takes the place of the Forgotten Sons, Howard, in this one? Um, I'm going to say it's going to be the Forgotten Sons. And who will be representing you? you got Cutler, Blaker, and or Blake. There has to be only two of them in this one. Who do you think it'll be? Wesley Blake. And who's the other one? Who's the other two? Steve Cutler or Jackson Riker? Big Connor. Okay. Very interesting. Okay. I'm going to go with Miz and Morrison again. I think Miz and Morrison are going to get the gold back. And as far as the Forgotten Sons go, I think it's going to be Cutler and Riker. Fonzie, you have the final one. I'm going to go with the New Day, retaining. Okay. And who do you think out of the, uh, like I said, how it's going to be the Forgotten Sons, how that uh, is going to represent uh, the Forgotten yeah. Sons? It's going to be, it's going to be like three versus four. You know, saying four on three. Hmm. So it don't matter who it is. But uh, I don't care about Forgotten Sons. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go, guys. Uh, those are our predictions for Money in the Bank. However, some of us agree to disagree. Uh, I will ask uh, Fonzie first, Tower, before we continue on. Do you have any bets you want to make with anyone? Nah. All right. Uh, John, do you have any bets you want to take with anyone? No. All right. Well, we'll have to wait and see what happens, guys. We're going to have to wait and see what happens, uh, like I said, but time will only tell as far as that goes. 
Now, like I said, folks, we have a lot more to discuss this afternoon. Of course, hopefully we'll be hearing from more people here in just a little bit. So we're uh, waiting to see here. It is 10 minutes to 4, ladies and gentlemen, here at Raw Radio, episode 240. Don't forget episode 241 next week, ladies and gentlemen. We will have our thoughts about Money in the Bank after the show, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, we will be uh, hopefully... uh, Talking to some people how about that, but before we get to that, ladies and gentlemen, we want to talk about some of our favorite moments of Money in the Bank, ladies and gentlemen. How are, let me just pull this up here, Money in the Bank. No pre-matches, JD? No pre-show? There is no pre-show, as far as I know, no pre-show. There's been no pre-show, yeah. as far as I heard. Yes, I know, it's, it's weird, I know. Uh, but uh, let's talk about Money in the Bank, ladies and gentlemen. How are we going to talk about, like I said... Uh, hold on a second. Whoops, I did it again. That's where my brain is, guys. Now, Money in the Bank, as you know, began 10 years ago, ladies and gentlemen. It was 10 years ago in July, how our Money in the Bank, how our actually started, ladies and gentlemen. And boy, oh boy, we've seen a lot of crazy moments over the years, how our... We're going to talk about some of our favorite moments right now and some of our least favorite moments of Money in the Bank. So, John, I will start with you first, Howard. What was your first uh, favorite moment of Money in the Bank's history so far? Alright. First one would have to go with WrestleMania twenty one. Oh yes. Yes, yes indeed. Very good point indeed, Howard. That was uh one of the more interesting I'm talking about the but uh like I said I'm, no, but I know what you're saying, Howard. Uh like I said, how it started in twenty yeah, like I said, it would start in, like I said in two thousand five, you're right, Howard, but like I said, but I'm talking about the first money in the bank ladder match. But you brought up a good point, though. That's a good one there. I'll, I'll give you that one. I won't mind that one. That's fine. I'll let that slide. Very good point in there, uh, indeed. My first one would have to be back in 2011 in Chicago. Punk and Cena. Probably one of the greatest matches I've seen ever between two great athletes. Howard. John Cena, of course, absolutely ridiculed and booed like mad in Chicago. CM Punk right in his own hometown, getting probably the biggest, uh, like I said, uh, response uh, out there, ladies and gentlemen. And by the way, guys, there is a new group out right now. I'm sure Chad will be expressing and talking about here this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is called Primetime Wrestling Rewind. If anyone remembers the old show with Real Monsoon, Roddy Piper, and Bobby the Brain Heenan, along with the late, great Jack Reynolds, ladies and gentlemen, Jesse Ventura in the early 80s. It is definitely out on Facebook, ladies and gentlemen. It is starting to be, like I said, expanded, ladies and gentlemen. You definitely want to check that out, ladies and gentlemen. Huh? Um, like I said, check it out right now. And of course, like I said, I'm sure we're gonna have some people uh, get a word of this. Uh, John, like I said, how we're gonna get this to you right away. How, are, like I said as well, how a lot of people are expressing interest in it already, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna have a lot of people. Fonzie, I'll send you the link. How, uh, right? In fact, I just sent it to you right now. John, I'm gonna send it to you as well. Uh, like I said, actually, you've already been at it, so there you go. But, folks, if you're looking for a great uh, group to check out, check out Primetime Wrestling Rewind on Facebook.com. Also, ladies and gentlemen, however, check out one of the other new groups now on Facebook.com. If you listen to the Bob and Tom show, ladies and gentlemen, it is fun to listen to some great moments of the old Mr. Obvious show, however. I think everyone remembers that show quite well, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Like I said, it is uh, simply entitled, like I said, however, is WCW US Bob and Tom Laugh Factory, ladies and gentlemen. You can listen to some of the great moments there. Like I said, with uh, like I said, 
his uh, Tom Griswold and his host Bob uh, Cavoyan. I can't. I think that's how you say his name. But anyway, those are just some of the uh, great moments you can listen to about the Mr. Obvious Show over the years, folks. Some great moments. Certainly, you will not be disappointed. Then, Mr. Obvious, I'm sure we'll talk about that, and also the newest group that he just started today, Primetime Wrestling Review, which you can go back and watch some of the great old shows, ladies and gentlemen. Primetime Wrestling Hour, how that happened for several years with Bobby the Brain, and of course the great Gorilla Monsoon, Gino Morella. Also, of course, some other people have been on the show over the years include Hillbilly Jim, the Hot Scott himself, Roddy Roddy Piper, ladies and gentlemen, and many others, ladies and gentlemen. So you definitely do not want to miss that group, Howard. Very group, very, like I said, Howard, like I said, very, very cool group to check it out, How You will not be disappointed whatsoever. Mr. Uh, so you just starting this group, of course, up recently a few years ago, but now it's starting to get up and running again. Howard, we do want to thank him for uh, posting some group uh, stories and memories of this uh, very special show, let's just say. And there were some very good shows, if you will, that happened back on the old primetime wrestling show. All right, Fonzie, you're up next, Harold. What was your first moment as far as uh, Money in the Bank goes, if you have any? And apparently uh, stuff going on with the WWE Network in the back. I see John is watching something on the network right now, I would think. John, what do we got on the network today? We got some stuff from April of 2002. Ah, very cool. Great moments there indeed, yes. Uh, JB. Yes. Uh, yeah. The, the Bear Corbin won the money in the bank, and he cashed it, and he failed Oh, yes. Uh, that, that was on. <laughs> yes, I remember that. I remember that. Uh, yes, that was uh, that. Uh, I think that I forget what uh, pay-per-view that was, but yes, I, that was a good moment. That was the money in the bank. It was the money yeah, in the bank. Yes, that but was. But I, I forgot what. Yeah, but I forgot what year it was. Uh, that was last year. That was last year. No, that was Corbin. Yeah, it was. It was uh, Ali versus Andrade. I'm looking at it right now. Yes, it was. It was last year. That was when Corbin won. Yes, it was. I remember this. Yeah. I'm looking. Was yeah. it last year? Yeah, it was. It was last year. Uh, or yeah, no. Brock, no. Brock, I'm thinking, no, Brock won it last year. That's right, wrong thing. Uh, I'm thinking, it might have been, let me check, 2018 it might have been. I think it might have been 2018 because I remember, let me see here. No, it was was right before he was uh, the GM and he shaved his head. He had hair back in the time. Oh, 17, 2017, 2017. That's when it was. Yes, Baron defeated AJ Ziggler, Owen, Sammy, and Shinsuke. That was in 2017. That was back in 2017. Yes. So that's your first one. Okay. Uh, John, you're up again, Howard, with another moment, Howard, as far as Money in the Bank goes. What do you remember in the next one? The first ever Women's Money in the Bank match. Oh, yes. Last year. Last year when Bailey won. Yes, Bailey, of course, winning, of course, in Hartford. That's where I was going to go with this. Then you're right. And Fonzie, you're right. It wasn't 2019 last year. It was 2017. But yes, uh, John bringing up a great one last year. Bailey defeating Carmella, Dana Brooke, the War Goddess, Ember Moon, Mandy Rose with Sonya Deville, Naomi, Natty, and Nikki Cross, ladies and gentlemen. Very, very interesting uh, there, however, to say the least, however. Very, very interesting uh, moment, however, there. 
you bring up, uh, mind you, how, uh, like I said, how a very uh, interesting moment there, John, indeed. Uh, Fonzie, you're next with the moment. Go right ahead. Hello? No, you're still yeah. here, John. I'm just, we're just no, we're still here. Uh, we're still here. We're um, getting Fonzie's pick on Money in the Bank. We're yeah. Pick, uh, their, uh... Carmella. Ooh, wow. Okay. Carmella there, you say. However, Money in the Bank 2017, again, some very serious controversy. That was not a great moment indeed. However, when, uh, believe it or not, of all people, let's just say, saw Carmella win the title, thanks to her, uh, at the time, her boo, if you will, the uh, nerd, if you want to call him, our James Ellsworth, however, mind you, helping her uh, out, not yeah. once but twice, <laughs> our, mind you, yes, uh, winning that, however, if you will, however, back in uh, uh, 2017, some uh, very interesting moments there, you bring up there, uh, back in 2017, again, another great moment for 2017, good moment there, uh, Fonzie. Uh, my next moment would have to be last year when Brock Lesnar won. I don't think anyone saw it coming. Brock Lesnar, of course, sneaking in, however, like a robber and a thief in the night, however, and then just basically finding a way to just steal the Money in the Bank contract away from the people who were in this match, busting their butt, literally. And, of course, that consisted, if you remember, of Ali, Andrade, Drew McIntyre, who should have been a champion a year ago, however, not this year, uh, Cockstain, Baron Corbin, as you know, Finn Balor, Randy Orton, Ricochet, if you will. So that was my uh, next moment. Uh, John, uh, you're up on another moment, however, as far as Money in the Bank goes. Another moment. Kane winning Money in the Bank. Ooh, that's a good one there, yes. 2010, however, when he won it for the SmackDown brand. That's right, in in Kansas City. And of course, that was the year, of course, uh, as you know, Kane defeated Big Show, Christian, Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Kofi, Matt Hardy, and the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, if you will. Very, very good moment indeed there. And uh, very good pick there, uh, John, indeed. Uh, Fonzie, we'll get to your moment here in just a minute, but we also want to remind you, ladies and gentlemen, how that coming up this week, we've got some great matches coming up on both AEW and NXT, including the following. First off, on the black and gold brand, that is NXT, ladies and gentlemen. For the NXT Championship, it will finally be decided once and for all, ladies and gentlemen. It will be Adam Cole, baby, taking on the Velveteen Dream for the NXT Championship. Karrion Cross and Scarlett Boudreaux, ladies and gentlemen, known as Killer Cross and his boo, are set to be there. Johnny Wrestling, a.k.a. Johnny Gargano, and the new purple-haired uh, Kansas LeRae Gargano, if you will, in their new attitude, will come to NXT looking for a fight, however, but they might be in for a big fight and then some, ladies and gentlemen, when they take on the big monster, Dominic Jakovic, ladies and gentlemen. That is going to be a very interesting matchup, ladies and gentlemen. Dominic Jakovic, I believe, is 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, ladies and gentlemen, and I think Johnny Wrestling, a.k.a. Johnny Gargano, could be in way over his head here on this night, but we'll have to wait and see what happens. And then, ladies and gentlemen, I believe this match will be a title match, ladies and gentlemen, unless they're going to be going non-title again. It will be the Queen Charlotte Flair after barely surviving me again last week, ladies and gentlemen, taking on the war, the uh, high-flying uh, genie girl, if you will, Io Shirai, ladies and gentlemen. Io Shirai is looking to send a message to the Queen Charlotte Flair. Mia Yim tried last week to do so, how and came up a little short, no pun intended, but this week, however, if you will, after what happened with... Uh, Let's just say me and him. Io Shirai is looking for payback and looking to teach Queen Charlotte Flair a lesson. 
Will she become another victim by the Queen, or will the Queen finally be put in her place? We'll have to wait and see what happens. And then, here's what we got on Dynamite, folks. This is going to be interesting, considering that Dynamite, ladies and gentlemen, will be coming to you live from Daly's Place in Jacksonville, Florida. First off, it will be more on Jackass for himself, MJF, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, returning to action with his boy Warlow, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. They will also be taping next week's edition after uh, the show goes off the air, I believe, next Wednesday night or before next Wednesday night's show, if you will. So we'll know ahead of time, a week from possibly, maybe. Now, what is going to happen, How as far as next week goes, with the matches there? Also, ladies and gentlemen, in a non-title matchup, it will be the champ, John Moxley, ladies and gentlemen, a.k.a. Dean Ambrose, Jonathan Good, what have you, taking on a member of SoCal and Censored, Frankie Kazarian, in a non-title matchup. And yes, folks, how are the tag team champions of the world, the cleaner Kenny Omega and his buddy and new friend Matt Hardy will be taking on the Sex Gods, Chris Jericho and Slimebag Sneaky Sammy Guevara, the steve of the AEW roster, who I'm sure will have their friends with and maybe back with him possibly this week in the form of, of course, none other than Jake Hager, the Donald Trump Daffy Duck lover himself, and Santana Ortiz, proud and powerful in their corner, unless they're not going to be there. But nevertheless, the Sex Gods hope to send a message to the AEW tag champ champion, Kenny Omega, the cleaner, and of course the and sensei of Mattitude, if you will, and his friend Vanguard Ward, if you will, and of course the leader of the Hardy Compound, if you will, Matt Hardy, and a tag team non-title matchup street fight. That is going to be one for the ages. You can watch this Wednesday night. Alright, uh, very good moments there, guys, so far. However, we're going to go into another moment here, and of course, Fonzie will have our next moment, if you will, here, ladies and gentlemen. If you will, with that, so Fonzie, by all means, go ahead with your next moment as far as that goes, please, if you could share with us your thoughts, Heller. Uh, let me see. Um, and of course, Fonzie is keeping. keeping I'm still here. here. Oh, I know you are, John. I'm uh, saying. Fonzie's giving us his next moment here. Go ahead. Mm. Shit. Oh, no. Which one? Mm. Okay. Dolph Ziggler. Okay, John. That's oh, on, uh... Fonzie said Dolph Ziggler. Okay, and let's tell you when that was. That was in 2012. Yes, uh, in Phoenix, Arizona, ladies and gentlemen. Phoenix, Arizona, Money in the Bank is when Dolph Ziggler, the show-off, definitely stole the show, no pun intended, however, as this was the only Money in the Bank match that year, as Dolph uh, defeated Christian, Cody Rhodes, Damian Sandell, Santino Morella, Sin Cara, Lord Tenzai, a.k.a. Sweet Tea, if you will, however, never known to you as Albert, a.k.a. Matt Bloom, formerly the University of Pittsburgh, with his manager Sakamoto, if you will, however. <coughs> and, of course, Tyson Kidd, a.k.a. T.J. Wilson there. Very good moment there, John. I will go with my next moment, however, mind you, and that is 2013, the next year, however, in Philadelphia, however, when Randy Orton won the Money in the Bank contract. Randy Orton, of course, went in Philadelphia, the home of our good friend Big Diesel Gregory Kramer's neck of the woods. Of course, Randy defeated Christian, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, Rob Van Dam, and Sheamus that time. If you will, that was the first of two ladder matches that happened on that particular show. Uh, before we get to our next moment, ladies and gentlemen, we, of course, want to let you know, of course, again, everyone, of course, that will be coming into the show today. Hopefully, of course, we will be hearing from some more people in just a few moments, ladies and gentlemen. But right now, we'll have to wait and see what happens uh, 
with that, how are, um, John, of course, uh, we'll get to your next moment here in just a moment. I ain't saying he's got guys, remember. Yeah, we've got the 27 dresses coming in. Yes, you do, you're right. The home of Ray Carruth. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Yes, and that can mean only one thing, ladies and gentlemen. Joining us on the line from Trinity, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen, wearing the Ric Flair robe, ladies and gentlemen, where diamonds are forever and they definitely sparkle, however, if you will, and it's only fitting we welcome him in now to episode 240, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Mr. WCW himself, ladies and gentlemen, who, of course, finally got rid of those 27 dresses in his closet, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Let us welcome him in here this afternoon, the one and only Mr. Chad Hinshaw. Chad, welcome to episode 240. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, good to do. Good to, of course, be here. And yes, and yes, indeed. Uh, I'll be right back, guys. Uh, 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 yes, indeed. And ladies and gentlemen, we still have the key to the safe, so JD cannot get near his school. Uh, um, so you'll have to go to the Maxwell House and have some coffee. <laughs> there you go. All right. Okay. Okay, it's Force Connie. Jesus God. Oh. Jeez. Okay. Uh, Sorry. We, we may we, we may have probably lost JD there. Uh, but in the meantime, here. Anytime so, he'll be back. Okay. Well, in the meantime, I'll just go ahead and take care of my business. Uh, uh, Four oh nine p.m., ladies and gentlemen. This is Monday, May fourth, two thousand twenty. Episode two forty of WWS Raw Radio. Mr. WS Chad Hinchow in here with you alongside host for today, the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, as well as the human suplex machine, John Gross, and I think I heard the heartbreak, Ken Fonzie, and I don't know if there's anybody else here or not. 
but uh, but if, uh, of course, welcome to who if anyone else is, of course. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get you, of course, an update here on what is going to be going down here in the radio network here this week here, of course, on TalkShoot.com. This week is going to be a very special one, and I will explain here in just a few moments. So I'm sure John has got his uh, has got his uh, pen and paper ready to go right down as to write down where our videos are going to be from. And John's going to be very very happy because right after, of course, wrestling revisited tomorrow night, one three nine nine two six pound at seven o'clock. We will of course have our next edition of WWS Revolution. A live video feed is actually going to be from. And I'll have a drum roll right here. Mm-hmm. Okay. John Gross's Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. I am not making that up. Uh, John, we're going to give it a trial run on your page tomorrow night on Revolution. Um, so, so you can let you guys know. Uh, to <clears throat> let you guys know. Okay. All right. Uh, news and views, history and birthdays. Of course, also we'll talk about what happens tonight on Monday Night Raw. Maybe not a whole lot to talk about, but at least we'll try to talk about something there. And also some more, more uh, wrestling more wrestling topics here as well. So be sure to join us here, of course, uh, tomorrow night, Full Revolution, 138055-pound. Now here comes the big part, of course. Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, after Outside the Ropes at 6.30-141-387-pound. And also wrestling debate at 8 o'clock, 139-925-pound. It will be, of course, our Wednesday edition of WWS Revolution. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, this one is going to be special. It is going to be unique. The reason being is because... Uh, I like that, too, by the way. A nice one, Fonz. I do appreciate that. Uh, 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 but uh, uh, because uh, this coming Wednesday night, of course, uh, for Revolution, our live video feed will be from... First of all, will be from the the WCWS Revolution Radio Facebook page itself. And there is a reason why it's going to be on that page. It's because this Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, May the 6th, will be the WCWS Radio Network's fifth anniversary. Yes, May 6th is the five years this Wednesday that we have been, of course, on a part of TalkShoe.com. So like I said, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays, we are going to put our AEW and NXT um, um, uh, uh, results. Uh, we're going to move it on to, to uh, Thursday night of Impact. <clears throat> so like I said, we're going to spend pretty much majority of Wednesday's edition of Revolution talking about, of course, the radio network in general, not just Revolution, but of course all the other shows. Uh, that we have been part of the radio network here for quite some time, and I'm sure uh, J.D. and John and Fonzie have not been a part of it for uh, that long, but like I said, they have been around through a lot of, of course, a lot of the shows that we've had here, of course, over over time, and and seeing how everything, what we have done here, of course, to try to make this the best array of, of, of discussions about everything under the sun, wrestling, sports, uh, music, movies, uh, Everything, everything you can think of and more, of course, right under the sun here. And, of course, we'll have a big old time here. So, like I said, this Wednesday night, ladies and gentlemen, will be our live video feed, like I said, will be from the Revolution Radio Facebook page. It will be the Radio Network's anniversary Wednesday night at 9 o'clock, 138055 pound right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. 
this Thursday, of course, NWO Wolfpack 138-521-POUND. Uh, and it seems only appropriate we do it from this. Uh, <clears throat> the, this, episode, this Thursday's episode of Wolfpack will be from the NWO Wolfpack Radio Facebook page. I guess it seems only appropriate we do it from there. Uh, so be sure to, to join us from there, 138-521-POUND. News and views, history and birthdays, of course, will take also take over the majority of our discussion here in talking about, about what happens uh, Wednesday night with AEW and NXT, and plus some other, some other fun stuff here. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, be sure to join, and of course a lot of other stuff here will be on the, on, on, on the planning session as well. Don't forget to join us here this Thursday night, 138-521-POUND, for our next edition of NWO Wolfpack. And this coming Friday, ladies and gentlemen, of course, on Revolution, our live video feed will be from Wrestling Done Right. Of course, the group started by our own Rhonda Rushwright as well. Uh, <clears throat> news and views, history and birthdays. Uh, also, of course, I believe we are also scheduled, I think, as Danny and Mitt did talk about this last Thursday after their incredible matchup they had this past Friday. It was a very big-time matchup indeed. I believe I believe Danny and Mitt had decided to do another one, only this time I think it's going to be a family feud style. And this time Danny is going to put up the WWS International Heavy Heavy Metal Weight. I mean, International Heavyweight Championship. Blooper, JD, write that down, please. Yeah, I got it. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, so be sure, be sure, of course, like I said, uh, be sure, of course, for us check it, check it out here, of course. Um, and of course, with Tom Malata, some other fun stuff we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll take care of here as well. So, like I said, one three eight zero five five pound. Be sure to join us from re our re video feed from Wrestling Done Right this Friday night, of course, right here on Revolution on Talk Show. And of course, don't forget this Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, WWS Power Hour one four one three six four pound at six o'clock as we'll be talking about everything that took place in the radio network this week. Plus, also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk about Saturday's history and birthdays. And also, of course, uh, some interesting new tidbits coming over the wire from, from of course, 411mania.com. Uh, so be sure to check it out here this Saturday evening at 6 o'clock right here, of course, on talkshoe.com. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we just I just now posted a link to another group that we have. I pretty much, and this was not by purpose, ladies and gentlemen, but we have, of course, officially forgotten about this. And I was actually revamping it a little bit prior to coming on the air here. And as we have, we actually also have a tribute group to, of course, the show that came before Monday Night Raw, ladies and gentlemen. That is, of course, Primetime Wrestling. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, of course, if you remember back in the day, of course, when you had guys there, Bobby McGrill, Monsoon, Jesse the Body Ventura, of course, uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan, Roddy Roddy Piper. Uh, even, of course, Vince McMahon even got involved in that there as well. Uh, we, I had to go out, and unfortunately, some of the posts had to be removed that we that we had up there about four years ago because they suddenly just went offline. Uh, I could not we couldn't they were not recoverable unfortunately. But we're going to try to revamp that a little bit here. We only we, we uh, of course like I said if you care to to of course uh, join us on on that group of course Primetime Wrestling Rewind. Uh, the link is posted on the Revolution Radio Facebook page, but it is facebook.com forward slash groups slash WCWUS Primetime Rewind if you want to, of course, be a part of that group as well. I know, I think JD and one other person, I think one of John's boys actually just down joined it a moment ago. So, like I said, if you want to check it out, what we got, that's some great moments, including, of course, the encounter between Ravishing Rick Rude and Roddy Roddy Piper. Classic moment right there, in my personal opinion. Classic moment right there. 
but be sure to, of course, to check it, check all that out there. Of course, we we continue to post stuff on all of our pages, including NASCAR US uh, Game Show Alley. Uh, let me see what else. Sports Roundup. Uh, the video vault. We added a few more things to here, including several interviews of this interview that they did on the uh, Arsenio Hall show. One with Rick Rude and Bobby Heenan, another one with Teddy Biasi and Virgil, and another one with Sensational Sherry. So definitely check, check all those out there if you want to check. And plus some other great matches as well. Also, I'd like to check out all of our other groups here that we got. That we got different things going on. And before I turn it over to JD, back to JD, there is something I have to address. And JD, I apologize. I don't want to take up your time, but I, I need to. I'd like to address this if I may. I'd like to address this if I may, please. Last night on the WWS Revolution Radio Facebook page, a lot of people may and may not have noticed that I made a post concerning the current pandemic. Um, and pretty much all I was saying, first of all, and I will go into a little bit of detail here. But, but, but like I said, what I what what I was what I was saying here is pretty much just stating my point here about what I what I have been doing, and and every, and these guys even know it too. About what I do to keep myself, like I said, safe here in this ongoing situation. That also just stating the fact here that you know it's not really you know at all necessary that you know that to do everything that they're saying they're telling us to do. But I mean, I'm I pretty much have have stated this over and over and over and over and over again. Everybody knows how I feel about this whole thing. All I pretty much just stated was was what the three things that I do. Y'all know what it is: wash your hands. Stay clean and pray. Y'all know I've said that many times. And plus, well, I, I don't know, and I also said on the bottom, keep it simple and keep it real. But apparently, I don't know if everyone saw it, but I put three hashtags on here. And I don't know if this has gotten the ire of several people or not. But apparently, uh, our good friend, the J-Mail Experience, uh, instead of liking the post, he has an anger face beside him. So apparently, he's... Apparently, he doesn't agree with my perspective about it. And all of a sudden, out of all people, I've got the uh, wrestling info kid himself. Actually, I've been, been, I've been, I've been, of course, uh, you know, talking to him all day about this. Saying, look, this is the way I, this is the way I feel about it. Okay, I've said this multiple times, over and over and over again. And all he's simply just trying to explain to me is about how all this, how all this is going, how all this is. You know what, what what could happen if you know if you don't do this or do that, or you don't listen to what Trump and this doctor say and everything like that. But like I said before, you know I have heard what the Trump and this doctor have said, and pretty much, ladies and gentlemen, I have sa- I have said this from time to time. This is stuff we have been we were taught as kids. JD, I'm sure you were, you were probably told this as a kid. John, I'm sure you were. Fonzie, I'm sure you were. Everybody was. I mean, I was. And I do it every day. I do. I, I really, really do here. But for some odd, for some odd reason, that for some odd reason, you know, so that's because I'm just trying to state a matter of opinion. You can't say anything anymore without somebody wanting to make a federal case out of the blame thing. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, seriously. I mean, at last check, guys. Correct me if I'm wrong. Are we in America or are we in another country? Yeah, I mean, come on. 
I mean, you can't say it was freedom of speech for crying out loud. And the thing is, this is being driven down. My thought is because I'm trying to state my, trying to state a point. I mean, I pretty much said this at the beginning to everyone in, to everyone here on this page. If this post is in any way affects you in any negative way, I extend my deepest apologies to you. Forgive me for saying this, but I really have had it with all this talk about this situation, this matter. I had to put my foot down. Because the thing is, I tried to, you know how hard it is you want to say something very badly. And you try to hold it in, but you can't. You have to make a point at some, you have to sound off at some point down the road here. And apparently, our good friend, the rest of the info kid, apparently seems, seems to have a different perspective about it. So, so if y'all want to read it, it's on the Revolution Radio Facebook page. And I welcome any thoughts and opinions that you might have about it. And... You know, take it with what you will here, folks. But like I said, that's the way I feel about it. And like I said, I'm doing everything. I'm, I'm taking, even taking something to help boost my, uh, boost my immune system, so that way I won't be able to catch it if something was to happen. So I'm, I'm watching out. I'm watching out for myself. It's not like I, I'm ignoring the issue. I've not, I said I've never ignored the issue. But like I said, take it with what you will here, folks. But that's the way I feel about it. And I'm just kind of fed up and, and just. You can't go anywhere anymore without, you know, without just being driven down your throat every single minute of the day. And a lot of people are just kind of, are like, are just kind of really, you know, they're kind of fed up about the whole thing. I'm sure, like I am, but they're not saying anything. And I'm sure JDF and Ron, your neck of the woods, my neck of the woods, on there's been protests already. It's crazy up here. People, people do not want to follow this order. They don't. I mean, they're, they're outside our governor's mansion down here in Raleigh. And the several people got arrested because they were, they were just trying to sound off on what they thought. I mean, I wasn't going to go, go that extreme, but like I said, I had to say something. So, yeah. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, my apologies for taking up the time here. No, Let's go ahead and get back here to episode 240 WWS Raw Radio. And like I said, if everybody here does have a fallen opinion about what I have to, about what I just said or what I posted, I'm always welcome to hear it. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, Y'all know how I feel about it, and we'll just leave it. We'll just leave it at that for now. So let's go back to the man right here, of course, who, who's of course, like I said, uh, who even hates Donald Trump a lot more than I do. The Ice Man, Jerry Girardi. Go ahead. Thank you very much, Chad. And the one thing we did talk about how earlier, however, and John and I and Fonzie discussed how I'm good your thoughts on some things how are in the world of sports and wrestling here. We'll start obviously with sports first. How are, uh, the big story today, obviously, of course, coming off uh, the passing of Don Shul, the legendary coach who passed away suddenly this morning at the age of 90. Your thoughts about the passing of Coach Shula? True legend in the world of sports. I don't think there would, I don't think, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of great coaches for us and in whatever sport, whatever sport you want to throw out there, um, it doesn't matter if it was college or pro. A lot of great coaches in our day, a lot of great ones indeed. We have, and yes, I would agree here. We have lost, we have lost a true, true legend. I mean, I mean, I'm, I mean, I think he was around. I think he, I think he actually coached Dan Marino, if I'm not mistaken, during the time. He coached Dan Marino. He also coached Johnny Unitas back in the '60s, of course. We all know about that, of course. Uh, he's a two-time Super Bowl winner. Uh, Coach Bob Greasy, of course. Uh, his son, Brian, of course, is now a legendary sports broadcaster. Bob Greasy, of course, a former Dolphins great quarterback from the mid to late 60s into the early 80s, of course. Uh, he coached other guys uh, like Larry Zonka, of course, Paul Warfield, a uh, bunch of other guys, of course. He's the only coach in history, folks, 
that has ever led the Dolphins, and, and only coach in the NFL history for that matter, to lead a team to a perfect season of 17-0. And I don't think that'll ever, ever be eclipsed. I mean, there was one team that did try it, and let's just say came up short in that effort. But still, uh, this is a guy who in the 70s, however, had some great battles with legendary coaches like John Madden, Chuck Knoll, Tom Landry, and many others. Certainly, he will be missed, no question about it. A very unique, humble, a very down-to-earth person. I had a friend who uh, lives in Miami to this day, and he's been living in Miami a long time. Actually, I just talked to him. I haven't talked to him yet, but I haven't talked to him in about three months. But I'm going to call him later today. But I know his uh, one son got to know uh, Coach Shula real well the last couple of years. And him and his dad used to go to Shula Steakhouse, and they still do. And I'm going to call him later today. But I know uh, his dad was a big, big Shula fan, like a Steeler fan too. But nevertheless, our, our thoughts and prayers are certainly with Shula's friends and family today, certainly without question, however. And uh, we can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, also the King of Clubs, Mint Patel, will not be joining us today due to a park. I mean, that's understandable, but he did say he does not care for the predictions, but he did leave his rating hour, which is 1.2, which is understandable. Mint, we thank you. We will be checking in with you, of course, later on tonight and, of course, later on this week as well. Uh, another story, obviously, Chad, of course, is the matches that, of course, are being listed for tonight, however. Uh, for Raw. We understand that, of course, AJ Styles could be returning to Raw. We have also heard the tag team title scene is going to be interesting with the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders. We also know Drew McIntyre will be taking on Murphy, but of course, let's get your thoughts uh, early on with a preview of Raw and also the other big news of the week, that WWE and AEW are going to start opening up the, the Performance Center and Daily's place to let some fans in the building this week. Let's get your take on this whole ordeal. Uh, well, first, well, well, first off, here, I mean, it's been hyped up here, like you mentioned about AJ Styles. It's been hyped up that he may be making his, he may be making his return here tonight. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I read it was probably the first time since the match he had to the Undertaker at one, at one of the nights of WrestleMania. Um, but, uh, but of course, like I can say, I mean, I'm sure it probably was taking him a little bit of time to recover. But of course, like I said, it's going, what I'm going to find interesting about this is that how he's going to perform without his buddies that they, you know, they were let go not too long ago. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how he. I mean, I'm sure he. I'm sure he does. I'm sure, like I said, he'll. I'm, I'm sure he'll be. He'll, he'll be. He'll be okay without him. But it's going to be interesting to see the fact that he may no, He no longer has his you know, big time backup here, of course, any, anymore. But you know, who knows? Sometime down the road, he may follow suit and maybe rejoin him again at some point down the road. Who knows? Um, of course, talking about uh, about about uh, about kind of relaxing this just a little bitty bit. I mean, I think the, the overall number I've heard that they, they can't have in like a place at one time is like about fifty. What I've been hearing. Um, I mean, I have the. I mean, I would say, you know, it's going to be a gradual process. I mean, no question, it's going to be a gradual process. Um, ten or fifteen. I mean, ten or fifteen shouldn't be that. Shouldn't be that big of a deal. Shouldn't be. But like I said, I mean, I don't know. For all I know, they could be. They could be, of course, monitoring the whole thing, and they could. Uh, they could be monitoring the whole thing. Like I said, if they happen to notice any side effects from any of these folks, they, you know, they may go, they may revert back to what they've been doing here for quite some time. Um, it will be, be an interesting experiment to see, but 
we're just going to have to, like I said, this this watch this. I mean, if they try for a couple of weeks and see if this works, then I mean they may start to expand it just a little bit. But I'm sure, like I said, they're going to have to definitely have to be watching out very carefully. I'm sure, like I said, hopefully that a lot of these restrictions will start lifting there a little, uh, a, a little bit here. But uh, as, far, as far as far as that goes, I mean, get to see that in some way, you know, is. Is this, I mean, this may be like the first step in, like I said, in trying to in trying to regain some semblance of normalcy here, not only in our country but in the whole world after going through this, this situation. So I think I'll be pretty interested to see what happens. Yeah, it will be interesting, no question about it. And I'm reading some stuff now. Apparently, however, like I said, however, apparently. I'm looking at the stories here. Uh, according to reports, how they're now saying how, and I mentioned AJ Styles could be returning tonight. Obviously, of course, the big story there, however, because uh, apparently what has happened, however, with uh, some of the other things going on, including one of the stories going on this weekend, I did not mention, however, to you, obviously, and I did mention to John and, of course, Fonzie. Apparently, Jimmy Uso will be out nine months, six to nine months, however, with an injury. And now, according to reports, we understand there is a report going on saying apparently Leo Rush is back on Twitter yet again, folks, and this is what he had to say today, believe it or not. I legitimately may not ever wrestle again. Apparently, as we know, he was released off of the company-wide releases in the wake of the pandemic. He did not offer any details, but he did say it's worth knowing that he's been promoting his hip-hop career, including a tweet from today where he promoted the email just can reach it forever. From music-related bookings, he has also announced that his debut album, Ever After, will be released a week from today. John, I'll start with you. Your thoughts about uh, Leo Rush's comments here? Yeah, I agree. Fonzie, what about you? That uh, JD. The, the the Leo Rush will not be returning to wrestling. Your thoughts about this? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have said that any better. I couldn't have said that any better. I could have not said it that any better. And uh, um, also, you know, like yeah, who cares about him? Yeah, I would agree. Well, he's one person that's gone anyway. Yeah. And also, of course, you got to think about that he might be in the same category as Enzo Amore, as y'all said. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> and we understand that today, however, on Beale Street, King Jerry Lawler's Hall of Fame Bar and Grill will be reopening. However, let's just say, of course, uh, King, of course, last week, of course, did make his return on Raw. However, even though he was not on Raw for much of the show, however, he did show up. However, mind you, however, as far as what happened, however, at the tail end of the show with the contract. But speaking of contracts, however, guys, you're gonna like hearing this story. According to reports, however. It was reported last week that the revival we know were granted their release from WWE, which led them to changing their ring name and tag team name. According to Revol- uh, Fightful, they're now saying this, however, ladies and gentlemen. The revolt, however, referring to Dawson and Dash, however, known as Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood, however, had to sign over their former trademarks to the WWE in order to be allowed out of their contracts, believe it. Last week, the WWE Post trademarks related to the team, which include no flips, just fists, hashtag FTRKO, and say, yeah. It turns out that those were the trademarks the team had to turn over to get out of their contracts. WWE, of course, had originally planned on extending Harwood's contract from April to the end of the summer, and Wheelers would end this coming June. After weeks of negotiations, however, the deal was made. The team, of course, reportedly spent thousands of dollars to get the trademarks for themselves, but WWE wanted them in order to keep Harwood and Wheeler from using them outside the company. The team originally 
originally asked for a release last year and did so several times before it finally happened in April of this past year. There has been also speculation that they might be showing up maybe at the Double or Nothing show a couple weeks from Saturday. Chad, I'll start with you on this one. What are your thoughts about this latest development involving the revival? Well, I mean, I mean, could all, I mean, saying you know that the WWE had told them they had to sign all this over in order to be agree, to agree to let to let them uh, to let them leave and all. I mean, could this be some sort of ploy by WWE to possibly probably then possibly use their use that uh, you know, possibly use that use that name and characters for somebody else maybe. I mean, yeah. You know, there's a there's always that possibility. There's always that possibility. You know that um, there's always that possibility. You know, they could they could come up with a brand new team, but I mean, of course, and and then they may call it. I mean, they may call like I said, I don't know, revival, revive or something. I don't. I mean, I'm just making up something. But I mean, I mean, the thing about it is, is, is that uh, you know, why didn't they offer that to them in the first place if they wanted to? Uh, you know, if they if they wanted to uh, if they wanted to be be let go and I had this done a long time ago, and that was possibly probably that was possibly the overall reason overall reason why. I mean, here lately, ladies and gentlemen and, and guys, I'll let you know. I mean, this is another example of why Vince McMahon's been playing kind of hard to get with a with a lot of his, with a lot of his uh, lot of his superstars here, and this is a and this is a this is a big time example right here. So, certainly, certainly, good point, good point. Uh, John, your thoughts about this latest uh, ploy by the revival? Agree. Fonzie? Oh, well, revival always going to go down the hole all the time. So. Hmm. Well, let me guys ask you this, however, with a one-word answer, yes or no. And, John, I'll start with you. Do the revival show up in AEW soon? Definitely. Okay. Chad, what about you? Do the Revival show up in AEW soon? Yes. And Fonzie, what about you? Nope. I think they're going to show up. I really do. But we'll have to wait and see. Uh, one other thing we want to talk about, of course, is the NFL preseason schedule and the regular season schedule coming up this week. Chad, of course, as you know, they announced the International Series has been canceled for this year, however. But looking at your team schedule this year, however, here is what Carolina's schedule looks like right now. They will announce the dates later on this week sometime. Of course, there will be a home-and-home home series, we know, with the Atlanta Falcons. We also know it will be home-and-home home with the Saints Tower and Tampa Bay. But other games this year that the Carolina boys will be facing include home games with Chicago, Detroit, Denver, the Raiders, and the Cardinals. But they will be on the road at Green Bay, Kansas City, the Chargers, the Vikings, and the Redskins. So you and John will be waging war again, however, at some point sometime during the season, however, as we saw the case last year. That should be interesting. Uh, overall, let's get your take, however, of what uh, the season is looking like, however. I mean, even though they haven't announced dates and times yet, however, let's get your take on uh, how your boys will fare this year. And then, John, I'll go over your boys' schedule as well, however. In fact, I'll pull up your boys' schedule while Chad's giving his thoughts right now, and then I'll pull up John's schedules, uh, schedule with his team and who they face this year. So let's uh, hear your thoughts, uh, Chad, of uh, how the Panthers may do this season, especially with the new quarterback of Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, this is gonna be good. This is gonna be interesting to uh this is gonna be a very interesting schedule here indeed. 
with, of course, everything they've had to, to do here as a result of, of course, like I said, the current, as I said, the current situation here. Uh, so it's going, it's going to be a, it's, it's going to be, so it's going to be quite interesting to see, especially, of course, we'll definitely now get an opportunity to see, uh, yeah. we'll definitely and that too, by the way. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll definitely, like I said, get a chance to see, of course, this new quarterback in action, like you said. Um, I personally cannot. I personally can, cannot wait. Wait to see this. Uh, and uh, and John, like I said, all I'm going to say is is that uh, you know whatever whatever happens here, all I'm going to say is, my man. Uh, um, and no disrespect intended, but it's just nothing but love. Okay, it's just nothing but. <laughs> well, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be an interesting. It's gonna be interesting, no doubt about it. It's gonna be very, very interesting. How I'll have to wait and see what happens. Now, looking at John's boys' schedule this year, John, here's who your team's gonna be facing this year. We know, of course, the home and home series with New York, Philadelphia, and company. But you will also be having road games at Arizona, at Cleveland, at Detroit, at Pittsburgh. Believe it or not, you'll be facing me this year and Fonzie at Frisco. Uh, home against the Rams, home against the Seahawks, home against Baltimore, home against Cincinnati, and of course home against Carolina. Considering what the Redskins were like last year, Howard, how do you think they're going to fare this year, Howard, especially with uh, what happened last year, new coach of Ron Rivera coming from Chad's neck of the woods, Howard, into, uh, if you will, let's just say, the uh, nation's capital from Carolina. How do you think the Redskins are going to fare this year, especially with the quarterback issues that they've got going into 2020? I think they're going to do well. Yeah, I think they'll improve a little bit. I just, I still think they need some more weapons. I think right now, I mean, if you had to put a ballpark figure right now, how would you say, how many wins do you think this year? I'm thinking six or seven. I think they're going to improve a little bit this year. They still need some help on the offensive side, but I think they can improve by three or four games, if you ask me. I think they'll be a little bit better than people give them credit for. Yeah. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Now, here's what Pittsburgh's schedule looks like for this year so far. We know they got the preseason game with Dallas. We also know Baltimore, Cleveland, Cincinnati are home and away. But also this year, we got games at Dallas, at Jacksonville, at the G-Men, home against Houston, Indy, Philadelphia, Denver, and at Tennessee. Fonzie, I'll ask you, how do you think this year is going to fare this year in your opinion? Do you think they'll be a little bit better than last year? Because I think they could go 10-6, and 6, maybe 11-5 and 5 this year. I think they'll be a little bit better this year than they were last year, especially with what happened in the final month of the season a year ago and despite all the calamities that happened a year ago. How do you think they're going to fare this year, in your opinion? Well, first of all, the Washington Redskins are going to go at Cleveland. They're going to get shit pants. Yeah. Shit stains from Cleveland. But they Ooh. should beat Cleveland. Yeah. They should beat the shit stains. So, uh... <laughs> Um, whoa. Oh, okay. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, 11 to 5. 11 to 5, you think, too. All right, let's ask you guys each, uh, and I'll ask you all three the same question, and one will go after the other. Right now, which two teams play for the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay come February? I'm going to go Kansas City, and I'm saying Green Bay. That was my pick last year. I'm going to stay with it again this year. I think Casey and Greenville will play. John, who do you think is going to be in the Super Bowl in Tampa? I know it's not going to be Washington. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be Green Bay, probably 
and Please. Come back. Whoa. Gutsy. Gutsy. Okay. Green Bay Cleveland's on says. Very interesting. Oh, come Is on. They got a ship pants. Mistake by so the lake. Baker, Baker Mayfield and, Kareem, and uh, Odell Beckham Jr., despite all the drama last year and all the shenanigans that yeah. occurred at times last year, John's going to go gutsy here like me. However, he's going to take the brownies. Okay. Uh, Fonzie, let's go to you. Who do you think it will be in the Super Bowl? I can't believe he picked Kansas City. I think he's Why'd has you a pick chance Kansas to go City? back to the... Pat Mahomes, man. I'm telling you, you got the oh, best quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony, yeah. Only one, okay. one victory. Okay, all right, all right, all right, come on. Give me your pick. Let's see what you got. You can... I got the hometown, the Blissburg Steelers against Green Bay, but it's not going to be Green Bay. It's going to be Dallas. Wow, okay. So you're going to play Dallas three times. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Chad, who do you think it'll be in the Super Bowl this year? Well, I do. I have heard a lot of great deals, a lot, a lot of great uh, uh, things about, of course, this brand, this brand new quarterback Carolina has. I am staying optimistic here. Just right. optimistic. One of the teams actually I believe is going to be back in is going to be Carolina. And y'all yeah. can say whatever you want to say, but I'm going to say that. If Bruce Horst stays healthy, I think you have a chance. Yeah, but you're going to go up against Bruce yeah. and Brady. That division's tough. But go on. Yeah, I'm saying, go ahead. Yeah, it, yeah, I mean, Carolina versus Uranus. No, I'm just, <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Uh, ballpark. Mm. Um, I, this, is what, this is what I would find interesting if it were to go down. It may not, but it would be kind of interesting to see if this will go down. A rematch from a long, long time ago, Carolina and New England. Mm, it could happen. A lot of people are saying that. They don't have the advantage this time. That's why. Yeah. They don't have the advantage this time. They don't have. Right. They, 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 they don't have. They don't have. Uh, they don't have right. Mrs. Brady's baby boy and all that. So. Yes. Well, we're going to see. I mean, like I said, the schedule will be announced later this week. The preseason will also be announced. We will keep an eye on this. Also, ladies and gentlemen, on AEW Wrestling Restricted on Podbean or Spotify, check out the interview right now with Dean Malenko and referee Aubrey Edwards, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, uh, some of the shows, of course, Aubrey Edwards this week is talking with AEW, of course, uh, Tony Schiavone, and actually talking about how she uh, did some work for NXT and also how she got the job in AEW. And at one point, how, how uh, believe it or not, however, how she uh, first got involved with the sport and who her favorite wrestlers were growing up. And then, of course, later this week, folks, check out the interview with Tony Howard as he will sit down with the Iceman, the man of a thousand holds, the shooter, Dean Malenko, ladies and gentlemen. That promises to be a very, very good interview. But, of course, today he is talking to Aubrey Edwards. Of course, Thursday or Friday, he will be talking, of course, with, of course, Dean Malenko. Right now, it's 4.45 p.m., ladies and gentlemen. How are, as we said, how are, it has been a very good day so far. How are here on Raw Radio, of course. We thought we were going to hear from some more people, including the King of Clubs and, of course, the, of course, uh, the uh, Rattlesnake and Al Patel. But, unfortunately, they could not join us due to a prior commitment, however, because of uh, things coming up. But uh, we are going to be talking with them, of course, at some point later this week, however. So we're just trying to get things here settled in. Uh, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to try to 
didn't uh, have anything else, if anyone else has anything else to say, like I said, as Chad said, of course, we have a lot to talk about. Of course, one thing we did mention, Chad, earlier today, of course, believe it or not, of course, is the 30-year anniversary, tragically and sadly, or should I say 50 years ago today, not 30 years ago today, I should say five decades ago today, believe it or not, however, was the uh, famed Kent State incident, however, in Ohio, of course, uh, we will be uh, playing that song to close out today's theme, however. And, of course, that song was released in 1974, four years after the very serious, heartbreaking incident that happened there in Northeast Ohio. O-H-I-O. Anyway, folks, uh, like I said, next week we're going to have a lot more to discuss. Of course, we'll talk about the NFL schedule. We'll finally find out who's playing who, what days and what times. We'll give you our early uh, look at see. However, as far as, uh, like I said, Wins and losses, and we already gave you our. Uh, we're gonna give you our. We gave you our Super Bowl predictions, but next week, folks, we're gonna give you our, our overall records. I mean, Fonzie and I always said 11-5 for Pittsburgh. However, John said six wins. However, um, I'll ask Chad here. However, real quick. However, and of course, next week we'll get his thoughts on this too, and everyone else's thoughts. However, mind you. However, like I said, with the schedule. However, and like I said, with uh, each game. However, as we'll. Uh, peruse the schedule and check win or loss how, by the mark. How, uh, Chad, I'll ask you, how many wins do you think your boys are going to do this year, especially with Teddy Bridgewater as the quarterback now that Cam is, uh, let's just say, out of Carolina, if uh, you will? How many, games they play, or how many games are they playing for the season? As of now, 16, because they won't start the 17-game until next year. But how many wins do you see them going? I think Carolina could go 9-7, I'm thinking. At this point. I'm going to split. I'm going to say 8-8. Eight, eight. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Well, we'll see. Yes. Well, some other birthdays, as we said, of course, also today we mentioned some of the birthdays that John did mention today. Uh, Mr. Fuji, of course, would have been 86 years old today. Brad Max's birthday today. Also, Stu Hart's birthday was yesterday. Today is Rory McIlroy's 31st birthday, ladies and gentlemen. So there you go. Also, we want to tell you, uh, okay, whatever that was, thank you very much. Uh, I was stretching. I was stretching. Uh-huh. Didn't sound like it. But, uh, but, uh, oh, shut uh, 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 but, uh, last, but uh, last Friday, folks, we want to wish happy birthday, of course, to former, let's just say former, Los Angeles Rams quarterback Vince Ferragamo, ladies and gentlemen, who led the Rams, of course, to the Super Bowl in 1979-1980. He also played with the Montreal Alouettes, the Buffalo Bills, and the Green Bay Packers. He was named the Sporting News College Football Player of the Year in 76 and All-American 76 at Nebraska, however, mind you, after attending the University of California, Berkeley. He finished his career with 902 out of 615 passing, or 56%, 11,336 yards, a quarterback rating is 70.1%, 76 touchdowns, 91 picks. He had a birthday last week, turning 66. Also, ladies and gentlemen, happy late birthday, of course, to Chipper Jones, believe it or not, who celebrated a birthday last week, the former Atlanta Braves superstar, turning 48 years old, ladies and gentlemen, playing, of course, 19 years with the Braves. A 303 batting average, ladies and gentlemen, 27-26 as far as hits go, 468 home runs. 1,623 runs batted in, a National League MVP in 1999, a Silver Slug Award winner in 1999 and 2000. He was the batting champion in 2008. He was, of course, named to the Hall of Fame two years ago in the first bout of 97.2%, one of the best third basemen I've ever seen in maybe the last 20-some years. A very good ball player and a very good human being, shall we say, as we said. He also won the World Series Championship in 1995, 1996-98, 2000, 2001, and 2008 
11 and 12, also making it to the All-Star team eight times. However, as we said, he played, of course, ladies and gentlemen, 19 years with the Braves, ladies and gentlemen. Howard he was a switcher and also threw a righty. Uh, last week he turned 48, and Fonzie's going to like this one. Last Friday, also happy late birthday to former Pitt, current Pittsburgh Penguins superstar Chris Letang, ladies and gentlemen, the six-footer, who, of course, has played with the Penguins since 2006, however, has been a very unique person, however, and, of course, won gold in 2007 with Sweden and 2006 with Canada at the Junior Championships. He won silver at the IHF World Under-18 Championships out of the Ice Hockey Federation Under-18 Championships. Hour. So a happy birthday to him last Friday, not this past Friday, but two Fridays ago, the six foot 200-pound righty turning 33. So there you go, folks. Uh, tomorrow, of course, besides my sister's birthday, uh, again, I want to wish her happy birthday, is, of course, former Philadelphia A's pitcher Chief Bender, Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, of course, say hey, we'll be celebrating a birthday along with a former NFL coach. Thursday, another very special, unique football superstar would have been celebrating a birthday. And then on Friday, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, a legendary coach, however, along with a legendary football player and a former boxing great will be celebrating their birthdays. Who are they all? We'll tell you about it in the days to come. Let's give you the number one last time here at episode 240. It's Mr. WCW, along with the Heartbreak Kid and Fonzie, are joining me here. one 605 pounds Don't forget, 11 o'clock tonight, ladies and gentlemen, you can check out John's Facebook page on John Gross Wrestling and Sports Incorporated. By the way, you can sign up now, ladies and gentlemen, to be a member of the Money in the Bank Prediction Title Challenge, ladies and gentlemen. I have already put my hat into the ring. It's the number two entry into that. So Chad and Fonzie and anyone else who wants to join in, including, of course, uh, Mitt, the uh, Heartbreak Kit, of course, ladies and gentlemen, along with the Rousenake and Al Patel, however, ladies and gentlemen, and my cousin, the franchise, Dandy Drama. I'm extending the doors open to you guys as well. Of course, also tonight at 11 p.m., check out the Chris Peep Show with the Z. That's right, the Chris Peep Show. However, we'll have his friends, the Woken Jay Cuts and DJ from FLA. Of course, Danny from Oak Park, ladies and gentlemen, the Rousenake and Al Patel, myself. TJ Banks, ladies and gentlemen, and the rest of the gang. And by the way, speaking of Chris Peeps, however, I did tell him uh, this past week, Chad, and I did, he did say congr- thank you very much from you and everyone here at the WCW Radio Desk Hour for their three-year anniversary. They did celebrate their three-year anniversary show this past Saturday night. Folks, you can go back and check that out on YouTube.com, ladies and gentlemen. It was a four-and-a-half-hour show. It was a great show, folks, with a lot of memories, however, and stories, however, from the past. I do want to thank Chris for having me on his show this past Saturday night. Although it was a long day for me, it was still a good day, nevertheless, however, but, folks, you can check that out on YouTube, of course, however, this evening, and then switch over to, of course, to thank you very much, Fonzie, on Facebook, John's on Facebook video. So, John, we've talked about the matches. We've talked about everything in between. Let's get your thoughts right now before we let you loose for the evening, however. Poochie will be calling you shortly, I'm sure. Let's hear your thoughts about what the rating will be tonight, however. And uh, can we say this show is going to be saved or not saved in your opinion? Let's hear your main event prediction and your raw rating for this evening before we say goodnight to you. I think the main event will be a gauntlet match. It'll be 1.6. Ooh, okay. So John's going 1.6 here, folks. Okay. And John, on that note, right. we'll let you, let you go. I will talk to you later this evening and again, of course, on throughout the show and on Raw Hour and after the show tonight on your video. But if not, we will definitely talk to you tomorrow. Be safe, be careful out there, and we will talk to you eventually in the days to come. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, Johnson here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the human suplex machine now leaving us. We do want to thank him, of course, for joining us here uh, this evening. However, this afternoon, I should say, ladies and gentlemen, also, ladies and gentlemen, we want to talk about another, uh, like I said, we did here, of course, uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, believe it or not, however, uh, believe it or not, however, I believe, however, I'm looking here to see some stories here. I believe I did hear 
Recently, there was a wrestling passing, if I'm not mistaken. I think there was, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, Dick Steinborn, ladies and gentlemen, where he was a personal trainer, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, back in the day, passing away, ladies and gentlemen, uh, believe it or not, just a few weeks ago, ladies and gentlemen. He was 86 years old, of course. He had a successful run in the World Wrestling Council, the WWC, I believe, however that was called. However, he started as a babyface team with Carlos Colon, was involved in the arrest angle with Colon, in which he had a car crash involving Dynamite Jack Evans and Pretty Boy Larry Sharp. They trumped assault charges against Colon. They had a championship match against Colon and Jose Luis Big Mac Rivera, I believe, from the early 80s. That's who it was, I believe. Anyway, this was a memorable one between Evans and Sharp. came to the Hiram Bithorn Stadium on a chopper. Jose Rivera announced that Carlos Colon was arresting Dick Steinborn was suffering from the match ended in disqualification when an arranged Colon entered the ring to attack the Blondes. In the late 70s, he became a heel and started feuds against Colon, Rivera, Invader Number 1, of course, and others. He also once donned an El Cento mask and on a TV interview began to give a plaque to Carlos Colon and went after him, attacking him. Mr. Steinborn and the WWC, however, Caribbean heavyweight belt and the North American tag team titles with Roger Kirby Howard. He retired from the WWC in the mid-80s. Of course, he also defeated, of course, uh, was in Stampede, ladies and gentlemen, of course. He is the son of legendary wrestling Henry Milo Steinborn and also his finishing hold, the Momotu nerve hole, which was a corkscrew to the base of the brain and destroyed equilibrium, however was uh, unique, let's just say, of course, he was given the title, of course, in August of 1982. He, of course, defeated Charlie Cook at some point in 1982, but like I said, he had a very unique career, folks. Roger Kirby, of course, a very unique uh, wrestler, I believe, in the old American Wrestling Association, but again, our thoughts and prayers are with Steinborn's friends and family as we lost this gentleman uh, just a few weeks ago, ladies and gentlemen, at the age of 86, and like I said, uh, he, of course, um, wrestled from June of 65, ladies and gentlemen, until I believe, oh, I'm looking at some of the stuff here, uh, like I said, I believe the mid-80s, if I'm not mistaken, but again, our thoughts and prayers are with his friends and family. Uh, Fonzie, we'll go to you next, my friend. What do you got as far as the Raw Reigns and uh, prediction for tonight's main event? Okay, hold on. Okay. Uh, I don't think it's going to be the garlic matches, the main event, because they're going to fuck that up. All right. That's only JD. That's only matches uh, a garlic match. Well, we got the gauntlet match. I mentioned the tag team match. Our obviously the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders. We got McIntyre and uh, also uh, Murph the Smurf Murphy. However, non-title. However, if you will, uh, those are some of the they're going to put Drew McIntyre and Murphy is your main right. event, and it's going to be is... one one five. I'm gonna go one. You know, I'm gonna go one five two, as well. However, and before we get to Chad's thoughts, however, I'm gonna say the same thing as your main event there, Fonzie. We do want to say hello to our friends at the Hop House again. I keep forgetting them throughout the show to mention them, but again, I'm gonna mention them again, guys. I will hopefully be seeing you very soon again. As I mentioned, hopefully things starting to open up maybe this next week or two. We like to say hello to the bartenders who listen to us. However, Dayton, Missy, Jen. Nikki and Casey, we like to say hello to you guys. And we also like to say hello to our regulars who also listen to us on the Hop House, ladies and gentlemen, we include Dave, Matt, Jason, Brian, Brad, Matt, and company, the Iceman, along with Chuck and uh, Georgie, 
And, of course, uh, Chuck, the Iceman, says hello to all of you guys, as well as Maureen and Billy. Guys, we will see you hopefully very soon at the Hop House for Wings and Beer and some sporting events on the tube. Chad, you have the final call here on this first uh, Monday of May. Let's hear your raw rating prediction as we close it out tonight. Uh, well, not going to be a whole lot to talk about here with this. Uh, as always, I think it's, I think this is one, probably one to hopefully be one of the last few encounters we see with the empty arena situation here. Um, uh, I'm going to say that I think you said something, J.D., about a tag match. I don't know if you... I don't know Prophets in the Viking Raiders. Yes, I did mention that, yep. You say was there something about the tag? Is the tag titles involved in this? Yes, that is correct. Yes, the tag titles are on the line. Yes, I'm going and think about this very, very carefully here. I'm going to have to really go along with the uh, go along with that because really, there's not going to look like a whole lot of uh, going to have a whole lot of action here tonight with this. In my own. Mm-hmm. Um, personal, my personal take here, so I'm just going to go along here. With, I'm just going to go along here uh, with that. One quick thing I wanted to mention here before I, 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 we, I switch back over to you. Um, keep in mind, keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, once again, our congratulations from this past Friday night. Do go out to Danny Kamote Park and the Canyon Close Mid Patel. Yes, Danny, an unbelievable match, folks. It was a no holds barred fight, and it could have gone all night the way they were going, guys. Yes. That, and that show, our show, believe it or not, last Friday night almost lasted four hours. I will let you know about that. That's been off for a while in a while. We've done that, yes. Mid, of course, like I said, holding on to, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think this is one of his first belts. And that is, of course, the, now the FMW Sport Heavyweight Championship will, of course, be out there, of course, in full action, ready to defend whenever, whenever, um, whenever, of course, he has a. So he has, of course, some good challenge, some good challengers and everything like that. But of course, like I said, the international heavyweight championship, I believe, will be online this Friday. It was talked about by Danny and Mitt, and I believe they're going to probably have that family feud. So I think this this coming Friday, of course, on Revolution, one three eight zero five five pound for sure joins for that. Also, ladies and gentlemen, more matches will be posted for, of course, the belts that are going to be under under uh, the umbrella for John's group, the GWI belts. Uh, of course, I've uh, got the list up here today. We've got several, of course, belts here. We had one match official. I do have another. I do have another question that I posted. I think the other week, but I never had never gotten any answer as of yet. But uh, uh, but we'll have to, of course. Like I will double check that and see if we ever got anybody else to uh, to, of course, answer that question here. And of course, if uh, um, if we do, of course, like I said, have that, we'll, of course, I'll go ahead and make that official. But we do have one match already lined up here. Uh, by the way, Danny from Oak Park posted in the wrestling forum chat, chat box. Apparently, today would be May the 4th. He is using, of course, the, uh, the, 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 the Star Wars vernacular, May the 4th be with you. Yes, indeed. Yes, yeah, so there you go. So, J.D., uh, we're swinging back over to you, but of course, check out all of our stuff, of course, in the radio network, of course, this week, of course, here on TalkShoot.com, and of course, also, don't forget this Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, Radio Network's fifth anniversary, of course, this coming Wednesday on Revolution, on the Revolution Radio Facebook page for our video feed. J.D., back to you. Yes, thank you very much for chatting. Now, of course, we're going to go back to you again, however, because now you are up on the ratings, actually. 
Okay, oh, yes. Anyway, I was saying, oh, yeah, the ra- that's why I forgot to give the rating. Uh, like I said, I do think the tag title match is going to probably be, be, be what closes it out. I mean, it makes more sense than pretty much anything else that got lined up. But, of course, you know what WWE has been here lately. I'm going to say, I'm going to have to take it, I'll take it down just a little bitty bit here. Uh, um, um, and Obi-Wan Jan- Jabroni out there hiding on Tatooine better not be showing his face. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the heck he, Danny is talking about, but I mean, okay. We'll figure uh, it out, don't we? Yeah, I forgot later. Yeah, I'm sure he's probably having a little bit of fun, but of course, Dan- Danny's a good fellow. Uh, I'm going to say 1-3. All right, and what is your main event prediction? The tag title matches. Oh, the tag title. Oh, okay, I didn't know. Sorry, my mistake. Okay, the folks, so there you have it, however. Uh, thank you very much for the chat. And, of course, folks, as we said, next week, folks, we're going to have a lot more to discuss about the aftermath of Money in the Bank. Also, next week, however, when Fonzie has left us now, Fonzie, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, folks, we'll have a lot more to discuss next week, of course, as we said on Raw Radio, episode 241, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just trying to get this thing done here. Bear with me here, folks. Okay, I'm trying to get it up and ready to go. But, folks, we'll have a lot more to discuss next week. As we said, next week, of course, we will talk about, of course, the NFL schedule, folks. We'll tell you uh, our thoughts on each game, however, as we break it down for you. X's and O's, however, with each team, however. We'll also give you our thoughts about the aftermath of Money in the Bank, ladies and gentlemen, however, as well. So you definitely stay tuned to that, and we may have some other surprises in store for you as well. So, folks, uh, thank you so very much for joining us this afternoon. It's been a fun afternoon, as always, ladies and gentlemen, from, of course, the Heartbreak Kid to Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, to, of course, the Heartbreak Kid to the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. I do want to thank all of them for coming on the line, huh? ladies and gentlemen, how as well. Hold on a second. I had a second. Oh, okay, there we go. Just trying to get this queued up. Okay, there we go. Anyway, folks, we will have a lot more to discuss during the week, folks, so you definitely want to stay tuned as far as that goes. How We, are, of course, are just getting started with May, however, of course, and with May, of course, ladies and gentlemen, it means how are already the middle point of spring, how are so far. Hopefully, how as Chad said, however, we will all get through this uh, crazy ordeal very soon, how even though it's going to take a while for things to get back to normal, but again, stay safe, wash your hands, be careful, and most of all, pray, be careful, too, when you're out there this week as well with the weather as well. Folks, we will be back again next week at the same time, same location as well. So for now, ladies and gentlemen, along with the Human Suplex Machine, Mr. WCW, and the Heartbreak Kid, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside, and as we take you out tonight, how as we promised you earlier tonight, how we're playing it for you right now, ladies and gentlemen, in honor of the 50-year tragic anniversary of what happened, how on that fateful day in Ohio, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a little CSNY close this out. Crosby, Stills, Nash Young. Yes, David Crosby, Graham Stills, uh, Neil Young, and Graham Nash... Ladies and gentlemen, have game sales and Nash as well, ladies and gentlemen, with their version of that memorable, faithful day, however, and we hope you enjoy this uh, very unique song, let's just say, it's called Ohio, ladies and gentlemen, from the Kent State incident, however, and again, to all the people that are affected that day, our thoughts and prayers are still with you to this very day with your families and friends and people that you lost that day, but also, however, this is a teaching lesson to to uh, tell you all what happened that faithful horrifying day but again hopefully it won't make you too sad as you can close you out with a very uplifting tune so here's ohio for csny 1973 ladies and gentlemen three years after the incident recording their faithful hit from that faithful day in 1970 so here's ohio as we say good night to you from episode 240 i'm just gonna okay we're ready to go here we go with our closing theme for the day
Moses and Nixon coming. We're finally on our own. This summer I hear the drumming. For dead in Ohio. For dead in Ohio. For dead in Ohio. For dead in Ohio. Take care, everyone, and don't forget that fateful day once again, and God bless you all, and we'll see you soon. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.